just hold up. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, it's oh, Pete. Oh, oh, oh. And Norm, I'll be in around the 30 minute mark. For our Logan discussion. Yeah, I had to drink and smoke like him last night. Norm was hungover. <laughs> missed you know our, it. Missed our recording time by by uh, by 30 minutes. I like 40, but what do you want? But hey, this is Dream Warriors. I'm here. I'm here. Episode 21. Yes. Let's go. Let's do this. Here we go. Okay, it's Pete, and uh, we're solo today. Uh, well, so far, uh, it's about, it's just about nine o'clock. Norm was supposed to reach out to me while he was on his way here, or kind of like while he was getting up, and text me that uh, he would be on his way. Um, the agreed time it was nine-ish. Uh, kind of have a feeling that Norm had a rough night. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, and hold on, that might be him, and it's not, sorry, phone is on vibrate, should be on mute, yeah, so, uh, we were going to sit down, uh, and go over Logan, uh, we kind of hyped this episode with our X-Men episode, I believe episode 19, uh, Norm, Norm's X-Men episode, and I was episode 19, uh, Mark, and I did an episode that was just like a spitball fee-for-all, and let me tell you, holy crap, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. He had a long day at work, he came over completely exhausted, we woofed down some cheesesteaks, drank, uh, ecto-cooler and vodka, and just kind of started riffing, uh, went into a couple good tangents, uh, attacked uh, Stanley again, and at this point, you just have to you just have to concede. Uh, you're not going to win the Stanley argument. You're not going to be a Stanley defender around me. And you know this this is one of the the in all reasons why I um, you know kind of kind of reject a little bit of what the geek community and how they operate. And I believe it's somewhat high thuggery. Uh, a lot of group think, uh, stuff that, that I completely reject. And, you know, I've touched on this before. I, I kind of glossed over uh, my sentiments about that. Kind of bleeds over into, um, you know, watching TV shows and why I'm not really forward on watching TV shows, why I'm not really aggressively uh, trying to find a new TV show to watch. Uh, I kind of practice reading a book a day when I have a book a day to read. <laughs> I'm constantly running out. But the cool thing is, though, is where I live in Philly, there's a book, a place called the Book Corner. It's in the art museum area, uh, maybe like half a mile from where I live. So it's a solid 10-minute walk. And they have two cats there, too, which are like the coolest used bookstore cats Uh you've ever seen so and <laughs> so i'll go there i'll fill up my book bag um they have hardbacks for three dollars 
the oversized paperbacks for two and standard size um, paperbacks for one dollar. So I'll just go there, I'll fill up my book bag, and on top of that, I, I'm constantly having shipments from Amazon. Uh, I get a few Amazon shipments a week on books. And, excuse me, I had to take a drink uh, drink of my coffee. From my um, United States President Donald Trump seal mug, that, uh, a friend of mine bought me this awesome surprise gift. And... I love it. Yeah, uh, I'm a very sentimental person. Uh, most of the things around me are um, are sentimental. Uh, I, it, <laughs> if if you ever watch Bad Eats, the YouTube show, you'll get a couple glimpses of where I live. Uh, also, if you follow me on Instagram at aka pad thirteen, yeah, you'll 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 get like a good idea of how I live, and it really is all sentimental things. That's why it's so uh, eclectic and I'm already losing myself. So anyway, so when I do have a book a day to read, I will try and go through a book a day. Um, I'm really big on rereading books, uh, reabsorbing material. And uh, yeah, and just that's a general practice of mine. Um, another practice of mine is drinking coffee uh, kind of as soon as I wake up. And we're at uh, we're just at 9 o'clock p.m. AM and I'm doing my iced coffee with MCT oil with just a little bit of hazelnut cream to, uh, to cancel out some of the oily aspects of the M MCT oil and yeah that's kind of how how I start my day uh, caffeine jolt with some decent fats yeah so Norm and I kind of had a loosey-goosey uh, nine-ish to me I define nine-ish as 9.15 and under, um, or 8.45 and up. So quarter of or nine or quarter after, basically. Um, uh, I am all for the thinking, the belief, the idea that if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Now, no one's perfect. That doesn't mean I'm never late. Uh, but at the same time, I try and, you know, fulfill all my obligations throughout the week. Uh, I juggle a lot between my nine to five and all my uh, personal projects and endeavors. And I freelance like a mother effer in design and IT. So, and I, that's, that's a lot of the work I really enjoy because of the, the types of interactions. Um, kind of like the structure of the relationships too is are kind of structured my way. Excuse me here. Uh, that is me drinking also my proprietary all-day drink blend called One Speed. And, uh, you know, One, uh, One Speed is a, uh, it'll keep you going. It kept me up until about 3.30 in the morning last night. I was up until 3.30 uh, editing and re-editing Bad Eats. Uh, we kind of hit a stretch where uh, episodes 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. Uh, five, six, and seven in particular uh, did not have as many quips, uh, funny jokes as the other four, and this is because the our own format got formulaic, and we were kind of <laughs> predicting our own punchlines, and it wasn't so spontaneous, and uh, we 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 really didn't know what that product was going to shape up like, so. Um, I just wanted to try and get some of the original cut uh, flavor 
mostly episode two and three flavor back into some of our later episodes. Um, I, I believe with episodes eight and nine that the show has already shifted uh, into something else, into a different type of editing format. And this is because Brian and I, who is a part of Black Sl Slither Games, uh, Google Black Slither Games, uh, maybe I'll put like a little uh, link to his stuff in the show notes, which uh, we're very poor with here. <laughs> uh, one of Norm's uh, other tasks is to go through our episodes and record show notes. And he's been doing that. He did uh, episode five. So we are we are 16 episodes behind. Um, yeah, great for us. A lot of work there. But yeah, and I was just up all night uh, cutting, recutting, um, just getting a little bit of that, that jumpy, quick joke flow that uh, I believe is the signature of Bad Eats. And, you know, they're supposed to be short viewing, um, short views, you know, maybe seven minutes max per episode. You're supposed to get done real quick. So I kind of want to move through and do jump cuts, jump editing, which is blasphemous. You're not supposed to do that. Um, you're also not supposed to use Comic Sans as a graphic designer and I do that quite often. Actually, there's other fonts like bangers that are a little bit like Comic Sans that have a comic book feel. There is the uh, even the uh, Sin City font, which I'm a fan of. Um, yeah, it's just funny how stupid ideas like that resonate. So, uh, yeah, today was going to be the, the great big Wolverine discussion. Oh, uh, hold up phone just went off it lit up and let me and it's norm norm says he will be over he is leaving in 10 minutes and okay so he'll probably be here around quarter to 10 then and yeah i guess i'll just continue doing what i'm doing and we'll just we'll just sit him down so maybe we'll discuss a couple other things uh like I don't know all all the great reasons why 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 you tune in to pick to pick my brain to pick Mark's brain Heather Heather's brain special guest Sean's brain and Norm's brain um, you know to know the the important deep geek knowledge and love that that we have for um, yeah for everything dork every uh, these things these ideas that uh, I remember I, I mean. Oh my God, like in high school, I would be so nervous to tell anybody that I like comic books, that I've read comic books. Um, I remember 1989, my parents and, and my sister, I don't, I, I'm not 100% Heather, my sister was with us. Um, well, we'll have her clarify, but we went up to Ikea. And at that point, the closest Ikea was right at New York City, like right outside. And... I think my father had one of his work trucks because I remember sitting in the back with maybe like no seat. I think I sat on a bucket. Or we might have, have had our Astro van. Uh, yeah, I, I got clarified this. I got to talk to my parents. And so, <laughs> so we drove up to Ikea and found this bed that was like, um, it was like part desk, work bed, uh, work desk, bed, and closet. And they had like a little area in the back that if you if it was up against the wall, it could be used for storage. So this is 89. So we got that two giant 
tall shelves and this display case and like that was my room uh, so my room was a desk where I was learning and teaching myself how to draw having um, Rob Liefeld's X-Force that was the the one that really stood out maybe uh, Spider McFarlane Spider-Man 6 or 7 there was a Wolverine Wendigo issue and you know like uh, copying that uh, that stuff for hours was really uh, that was me like younger and I, I had like a museum my I at that point I had every turtle every TMNT Ninja Turtle playmates uh, in the package I kept everything in the package because I was obsessed with reading Tomart's price guide uh, that became a bible of mine and Tomar also had like this really cool and it's in the bookshelf in back of me this hardback um, archive of uh, mint orange card action figures and you know some of the pricing even then was like extraordinary so you know I, I got like bit by that um i was really into collecting preserving and you know later sold so much of that stuff for a, a like like the pricing like i i couldn't believe it turtles being a big example um the kenner dark knight collection Batman figures being a huge example too. Um, you know, didn't sell that as a lot, broke those off individually. Really, really crazy pricing. And you know, like and, and I had uh the Dark Knight going from eighty the eighty nine Keaton movie to sixties uh, Adam West. And I would even then I was in the habit of hitting flea markets and uh, friends' parents and making trades and you know, I started to collect the collection of the nineteen sixty Adam West on and all this was inspired by a movie uh, scrapbook that was that they kind of I think sold or might given out at the premiere of um, the 1989 Batman movie and the last few pages of this uh, there, there was two things I saw that they had some production artwork that blew my mind it was like that was the first time I realized that people like would draw things uh, and it would end up in the movie <laughs> pre-visualization uh, and it's that, that's something that the uh, the culture is so familiar with so inundated with right now and <laughs> and it's just a um just something you take for granted you kind of forget that there was a time or you don't know there there was a time where um that type of information uh, wasn't documented, wasn't really archived, and, you know, rarely seen. Uh, and this is one of the reasons why the Blade Runner uh, sketchbook, the art of Blade Runner, I believe is, uh, like, a solid price for that would be 300 Um Probably goes up to about 325 350 at times based on condition. And you had a couple books like that also from the Star Wars movies. And, like, that was kind of it. Um, there was a Tron one. The Tron one's lackluster. Um yeah, I believe you can get that for about 20 bucks, though. And you can also with the Star Wars ones. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I was just kind of like this really weird kid, in, in, in my view, that, that also liked sports, liked to play, loved to compete, still loved competing, and drawing comics, uh, curating, memorizing uh, endless collectible facts, uh, nose deep in Beckett magazine, um, making trades with friends' parents because my friends' parents would have stuff. Uh, yeah, acquiring, accumulating, and yeah, that was good. Like 1989 is a year that really stands out for me. Uh, 
because that there was that was like to me the birth of the culture, the birth of what led into the nineties merchandising boom. Where even even I bring it up a lot, I reference it all the time. But like even movies like Armageddon had McDonald's merchandise, which it's a killer poster, airbrush poster. You can get it on eBay for about twenty dollars. Um, I, I recommend buying that. Just buy them all. Everyone buy them all and just drive up the price because the artwork alone for that poster should be uh, way, way higher. Yeah, so like every single movie, Waterworld, Demolition Man, the list goes on. And then you had your like real merchandise movies, Dick Tracy, Batman Returns. Um, Dick Tracy, hugely underrated. Uh, there, there was a time. Uh, I'm just going all over the place here. I am not reading off the of notes. Uh, I've been wanting to do a solo series for... <laughs> for quite some or solo episode for quite some time so so this is it so let me soak it up and let, let me get good at it you know uh this might be the end game for dream warriors which is contradictory to the title of, of the show i know um but yeah no and uh you had dick tracy and you, you kind of had teenage mutant ninja turtles dick tracy uh, I always put Flash Gordon up there uh, because I was very very familiar with those comic strips. Because, um, like I said, I was a geek, and I believe I bought a couple hardbacks for real cheap from one of the New Jersey local New Jersey comic shops. Might have been um, Cosmic Comics, uh, I recall, or Comic Zone. No, I'm sorry, it was Comic Zone because I, I remember their their price tags, and you had the Crow Teenage Mutant Teenage Ninja Turtles trouble saying that um dick tracy 89 batman and then the richard donner first 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 superman movie which is still the best and like those were your comic book movies those were like in my view that the top of the top that that um, not only were great movies but they emulated the spirit and captured a lot of what the the essence was and then at that point it kind of went into like the mid 90s on really weird kind of like dark period of figuring things out which led to 2000 x-men so the, just off the top of my head we talked about it we talked about a couple of them in the 97 episode uh that heather and i did a couple episodes back but you kind of had steel um batman returns batman forever uh batman and robin the phantom you know, pulp characters like the Phantom, the Shadow with Alec Baldwin, Billy Zane in the Phantom from Titanic fame. And it was kind of like, um, like, a, like a trial period. Um, the generation had to come up to analyze those movies and then maybe understand what the faults were and couldn't figure out how to make them cool, even though they were marketed as cool. But all of this was blowback from the 89 Michael Keaton Dark Knight movie uh, directed by Tim Burton, Batman, uh, with Jack Nicholson, who is still the best Joker. I don't care what anyone says. Um, you can always argue which is the best Joker, but the Jack Nicholson Joker is exactly what Jared Leto describes himself as in the cutscene from Suicide Squad, which is... I am a idea. The Joker is an idea, and uh, a violent career gangster uh, enabled by a chemical bath to embrace 
who he truly is on the inside, which is a sociopathic killer uh, with enough variable like X factor uh, tosses out there to even throw off like a intellect like Batman um, is really defined by the Jack Nicholson Joker. Um, and speaking of Batman's intellect, it is I guess if I was to write a like a platform, like a political platform, uh, which I'm I'm for anyone to do in their real life. Like I I ask people all the time what their platform is, and they they don't have any idea what I'm talking about. But th these are things I do on on my own, where I I'm constantly self analyzing myself, trying to improve what my thoughts are and to kind of grow and to just just identify things I have to work on and yeah this is one of the reasons why I, I love my friends and I spend so much time with them and yeah also giving myself plenty of alone time is because uh this stuff is cross-examined through through my friends and some of them are not even knowing they're they're unwilling or unknowing participants in my own psychoanalysis so there you go there's a little, <laughs> Peter just got deep there. Uh, it must be this MCT Oriole in this Donald Trump mug. So if I were to write a, a political platform or a platform on my geek beliefs and my positions, um, it would definitely be that everything started in 89 and it got reignited in 2000 for the X-Men movies, with the X-Men movies. Um, you know, X-Men movie kind of, uh, Blade was the lead into X-Men, uh, the black leather period or the leather period for superheroes. But, um, yeah, it took, it took a generation, um, for producers and Hollywood to catch up to exactly what, what the comic book movie had to grow into. And look, you can say what you want about Batman versus Superman, but, uh, compared to Billy Zane's the Phantom or Alec Baldwin's The Shadow, which both have really good scores and, and set designs and, and action set pieces. Um, at the end of the day, you know, Batman vs. Superman is a million times more watchable. So, uh, and, uh, so another part, uh, a piece of my geek platform. I think, I think this is going to be a, maybe I should make this into a solo episode. I should just write this down, what my geek platform is. Because I think we all should have one, uh, you know, like solidifying our beliefs and stating those beliefs. And then, uh, you know, having, uh, uh, you know, intelligent back and forth conversations with people who who disagree or agree. You know, there's nothing like surrounding yourself with people that agree with every word that you say. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, and I'm joking there. But it would be that uh, people like Michael Bay... Zack Schneider, uh, you know, and poor Brett Ratner, like poor Brett Ratner, who, you know, who brought catfish into the mainstream. You know, he, he helped uh, uh, cultural, culturalize that word. Um, yeah, like really kind of uh, sad that those guys get knocked, but they are the, you know, they're, they're the premier filmmakers today. If you just go buy money, um, the people purchase their product and there is no trick that they're doing to get people to do that their product resonates because it is something people want despite what the uh what the geek community and their high horse mentality likes to say um it, it, not 
that drives me crazy because you know like <laughs> you can't have you can't have that type of vested interest in movies and comic books and, and tv shows yeah and then just on a side note uh at this point too growing up uh it was all the media was dc uh dc comics yeah dc dominated movies they dominated television and animation um you know marvel's 90 x-men series is having a resurgence uh, right now there's um, a lot of people coming out just doing all kinds of cool things about that show uh, and, and you know and rightfully but marvel also had spider-man which was equally great and they had one-offs uh that were syndicated uh, not through fox but syndicated iron man thor uh hulk and silver surfer i think was the end of that run with them going barely under and only getting a few episodes out of silver surfer and, and i was a busboy um not no i'm sorry not a best boy. i was a line chef uh at this place called prospectors uh worked at the buffet getting food out uh <laughs> for the for some of the craziest breakfast rushes uh imaginable um and and brunch too but uh yeah i worked at the buffet and me and one of the busboys um used to like skip out to watch silver surfer on this one tv in this back room at this place called prospectors in blackwood new jersey uh just to to just to see that and then it wasn't years later that i saw the rest of the episodes or saw them in their completion uh through bootleg and uh, yeah that was the time where i bought bootleg stuff uh not purchasing bootleg anything is another part of my geek platform I'm going, uh, sorry there, took another step. I'm, I'm going to have fun just listening to this on my own. So, all right, so we're, <laughs> we're hitting the, the 25 mark. Uh, I am rambling and babbling and, and just talking about myself um, and kind of just waiting for Norm. But I think this is, this is a wonderful exercise because this is just something that's been on the back of my head. And, you know, I'll, I'll say a little fearful little fearful doing this on my own uh, just not knowing if i could um, maintain some some level of of a flow and when you're when you're doing this uh if you ever sit down uh willing to put yourself out there and podcast uh you know like it's it, it takes time you you have to you have to learn it you have to kind of get your thoughts and your mouth in, in it's they have to be congruent and you kind of have to start thinking a different way. You have to even start, you know, be uh, cognizant on how you move your mouth. And trust me, moving my mouth is something something I do way too much, uh, especially on Tuesday nights. But anyway, moving on. So, Logan, uh, holy crap. I'm not really sure what to, what to say about this movie. Uh, I saw it. Yesterday with a buddy of mine, John, uh, we go back to the fourth grade. He, he, um, school wise, like school wise and life wise, he probably my, my oldest friend. Um, we tried, I tried to get him to do this with me a couple weeks ago before I went on my Boston trip and him and I have such a unique and it, it sounds, sounds a little corny, but delicate friendship at the same time. And when we hang out, it really is part reminiscing. I mean, we are, I mean, we, we lived the late nineties, the two of us spending time together, 
like like it was it's, it's like we're old old lovers just trying to but then we're so much into this the new stuff and and <coughs> excuse me like self-improvement uh you know he he goes to the gym with me regularly uh you know trim down his weight um like he was kind of out of control when him and i really started to reconnect and he is just um like i, I can't say like he, I, he he does listen but I, i'm so proud of him and we don't do the gym as, as much as we used to but he he stays on top of it and and i can tell I know, I know that much about the human body that I can tell through people's clothing how much they weigh and if they're improving themselves. That's how much. Anyway, but no, but no, and so yeah, he came over here. We sat down to record, and just uh, took two different seats on the couch and one of my love seats, and just wanted to, uh, you know, do a little pre-conversation. Uh, you know, and casually, as as I like to do, I like to keep everything casual, and that was it. Like we never sat down to record that night. We just continued to to talk and show each other things, and it really is. It's like it's uh, us hanging out is so much self um, improvement, uh, self help because we kind of like challenge each other and. Throughout the week, we really push each other in text messaging. If, if you don't believe text messaging can be used for self-improvement, I'm not really sure you're using it right because, uh, you know, we, we're pretty harsh with, with, with one another on on views and positions and, and predicting what might happen on, on everything from, foot, you know, we both love the NFL, but NFL, sports in general, uh, movies coming out, uh, you know, uh, po- politics, where we're both right-wingers, that's right, uh, complete racist, gun-toting, deer-killing mother efforts. I guess, I guess right now with the current tone, uh, you have to believe that all, re- all Republicans are in cahoots with Russia to, I'm not sure to do what exactly, I'm not, I'm not sure what that end game is or what the exact accusations are, but... <clears throat> But as, as you can tell, too, I'm getting something in my throat. But, yeah, so we saw Wolverine yesterday. Great time. Um, you know, he took an a, a exam earlier that day. Didn't do what he wanted to. Uh, he, he works for a major Philadelphia university, so he gets free classes. And he does the right thing. He takes full advantage of those free classes. And it's kind of like getting free school. Um, while providing value to the school's network, because he's a uh, network guy. I'm not, I'm not sure if he's an administrator or if he's level two support. Uh, I'm not really sure. But, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he kind of had like a bad morning. Uh, going into Wolverine, I kind of had a Wolverine workout, which really kind of, I mean, I, I think I didn't eat from the previous day at two o'clock. Like one thirty, two o'clock. So Friday, one thirty, two o'clock. Um, you know, essentially slept all night Friday. Woke up super early Saturday. Uh, texted a female that I was supposed to kind of see Friday, and and um, that that didn't go very well. But um, I told her I was uh, you know, going to crash out for a little. I had no idea I was basically going to sleep from from like ten o'clock to eight o'clock. And uh, but my body needed it. Just felt beat up from 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 the week. Uh, beat up in a good way. 
I, I have no problem sleeping in. Sorry, take another sip there. Uh, I say sleep in as much as you can, uh, but feel uh, but feel like you earn it. Uh, sleeping in for sake sake of sleeping in is just. Um, I think it's harmful. I think it, it sets bad habits. Um, even hey, I know I'm a little extreme. I'm probably a, little, a lot old fashioned on a lot of, a lot of ways that that I uh, view things. But I believe uh, if you have children. And I know this because I've been through this. Not that I have kids, but I, I've uh, you know been around plenty of women who had kids, uh, some of them for years. And uh, I do have a thing that if you if you wake up after your your children, uh, you may be doing something wrong. I think you're setting a bad example, uh, letting your kids wake you up. And I'll just leave that there. But yeah, so John kind of had like a really. Uh, he's also Anzio. I think 14, Anzio 15, A-N-Z-I-O, 14 or 15 on Instagram. Uh, he's also an amazing photographer. Uh, doesn't do enough of it, in my opinion. But, yeah, uh, everyone has their uh, their hobbies, right? Yeah, but there's no reason hobbies can't make you a lot of money. So, uh, he, he we kind of threw together, like, a, an impromptu... Um, flow to that day leading into Logan so he he picks me up and we, we're hyped um, he's just looking better talking better based on um, text messages not that I know how, how he was looking in text messages but he was just down so we, we got burgers we yeah we oh Norm is here let me let me just pause I guess uh I guess we'll we'll pick this up when Norm's here okay and uh I'm back with uh with with a guest. Howdy, howdy. I'm here with Norm. Yeah, I finally woke up. 10.09 a.m. Hey, I was here by 9.40. We said 9-ish. I was in the ballpark. Yeah, it's we, we, we define what ish means, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. Ish, ish is either 15 minutes before or 15 minutes after. Maybe in your book. That's like... A- Couple versus a dozen. It's all I, the same. I no. A couple is is three. All right. See, to me, a couple is two because it's a couple. A few would be three. Yeah. Right. A couple is two. Right. Yeah. A couple is two. <laughs> right. So it's not. It's not nothing like a dozen. Even Shut up. even if it was <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> even if it was two or three. So um, who who did you see uh, Logan with? I went with Kearns. You went with Kearns. What did yeah. what did Kearns think? I didn't like it. He didn't like it. No. Nah. What did he have to say about it? We didn't really talk about it too much because <laughs> what happened? What well, you- <laughs> he he ran it. He ran into the bathroom after the movie. I ran out to my car to grab a smoke, and then by the time he came out of the bathroom, I was doing the pee dance because it hit me because of the cold air. Uh, so I was like, "I'll be right back." And then he wait, just wait. Left. Hold on. Cold, <laughs> cold air makes makes you pee. Yeah, you never you never walked outside and got that blast of cold air like, oh, I gotta pee. No, I don't think that's uh, that has not <laughs> happened in modern memory for me. I'm not saying it's not ever happened. I guess it's a reaction of yeah. being out in the cold for work all the time. That cold air hits and yeah. it's oh nope, gotta pee. And uh, just just for the record, Norm is drinking. Is that your second Red Bull already? Yeah, second Red Bull. Two. And I got a beer sitting. Two two, for me. two Red Bulls and a beer. Did, did you eat any breakfast? When you this is up? my breakfast. This is your breakfast. <laughs> breakfast of champions. Um, yeah, I'm drinking my one speed proprietary. All day drink blend. It's just liquid crystal meth and um, uh, iced coffee with MCT oil. Yeah, very very different. 
You sure you want to say that oil on air? M- MCT oil. <laughs> it's it's coconut. It's 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 coconut uh-huh. oil spun through a centrifuge, and they mm. they extract all the uh, all the the real properties out of it. A little hemp in your coffee. Yeah, nothing, nothing. <laughs> this is out of my Donald Trump mug. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Uh, where, 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 what's your political stance? Are you for Trump or against Trump? I'm against. All of them. <laughs> all, all. See, uh, you know what? I'm. Fine. That's more libertarian. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's libertarian. Uh, you were still lean Republican if you were libertarian. Yeah, I don't think I would. Because because you're you're for small government. I if, just, if if you're against government, you're for small government. They're all crooked. I don't mind big government. Oh. I just don't like the people that are in there. It's all a money game, and uh, I patted your back, so you pat my ass, and we're yeah. gonna get through this. Well, and, like, do you know? Do you know any? Like, do, do you know, like, why, like, money needs to flow into Washington, though? Like, do you know, like, you know, like, lobbyists and things like that? Do you know, like... Any, I mean, I have any, basic ideas. I mean, it does like, make mo- the world go round. Well, most people have, like, nef- like comic book nefarious villain ideas on why that's in place. But, the, but like, just, just to give you, like, a broad stroke. And then... Let's talk about this, and then we'll jump into. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get back to Norm's P dance. I have a political science class happening, folks. Yeah, is is that? Um, just imagine you're you're Joe Blow politician mm-hmm. sitting in in Washington. You have people that you represent. You know, sometimes a world away. Right. Like you can be in Washington, and these guys could be in Kentucky, Missouri, California, mm-hmm. wherever. Okay. If you're not getting money and donations in from groups. Okay, like let's just say we want clean air, right? And you're gaining money in for that. You know that people want clean air. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. And that's why money flows into Washington, cause it tells the politicians what the like what people want. So the people form groups, they collect money, and they send it to Washington. It's it's one of the only ways to know what people really want. Now, could there be other, um, like you know, could could there be like bad things? With that, uh, definitely. Like, should that be like, there should it be limited and uh, level of oversight to it? Definitely. Um, yeah, like, should things like super PACs exist? Right. Like, that's that, those are like sl- different conversations for different times. But if the general idea of why money needs to flow into Washington, people like don't even like capture that idea. Yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, um, tell me about the P dance. Yeah, you know, it's a little shake to the left, a shake to the right, a hop, pop, pop, and a skip there. And and so like grab I, your front. How, how you guys not discuss the movie though a little bit? It's rare that we do, in all honesty. Really? Yeah. We He's just such kinda, a weirdo. We just He's such a weird peel out. <laughs> but so like nine out of ten, we actually see the movie like later at night, and one of us has been nodding off throughout Jeez. anyway so it's like yeah i'm why, going home i don't even father. want to talk about what i didn't see because i slept through oh, half of the damn thing so what, what was your takeaway from logan it was all right it was it's a- pretty good i mean i i there are parts that i love there are parts that i was just like really so um, what what parts did were you kind of rolling your eyes like what what did well i don't understand you? why in every wolverine slash logan movie the family that takes him in in his hour of need always gets slaughtered. Yeah, like that's the same in all three of the movies. Yeah, he says that. He says that in well, it, it, and he's also always with a young female. Is he? Well, he was with a young female uh, going back to like the ex, like the comic book days, which was Kitty. Pryde. Well, yeah, yeah, Kitty Pryde, Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the movie it was Rogue. In the cartoon series it was Jubilee. Right. Yeah. 
like and and in, in both movies uh right x x x men and x men 2 was both uh rogue he was like kind of to rogue's, an extent rogue's rogue's doesn't mentor. really yeah, yeah yeah he was like rogue's mentor so yeah, the, like this is x23 uh who was never really connected to logan like in her early days when it comes to nyx that's the comic book that she first appeared in okay nyx was uh josh middleton i recall the guy's name he worked for a company called cross-gen comics which was out of florida cross-gen closes shop uh marvel raids them gets uh some fantastic talent josh middleton was one of them and he does a mutant a new york mutant rave comic book okay nyx okay x23 premiered in issue three of that six issue miniseries okay mm-hmm. and now um but she was never paired with wolverine Makes but sense. it's it just when it comes to mo- like wolverine and mass media mm-hmm. him being paired with a female yeah no that is, is that totally part works. of like that the introduction to of wolverine i just it's don't get why that. they always kill the family that helps them well he, he tells fails. you that in every movie yeah, he, he, he doesn't you, want to be there, no, but no, he still hangs out and no, gets him killed. No, he, he he tells you that everyone that that is that does gets good close for him to him dies. dies. Yeah, like it's yeah. like if you didn't think that by now. No, I did, and and that was my whole like. Well, maybe this time they're going to change it. Wolverine's going to save these. No, because like, you, you already have people harassing the family <laughs> in this one. <laughs> Well, I thought yeah. he was going to make right since he's like on his last leg anyway. Yeah. Like, nah, he's going to save these people for the old people that gave him the motorcycle I, and the jacket and I, the other I, old. And nope. I, I, I think that's that's as much as like, like, um, like Spider-Man's character letting villains go and having those villains come back and like beat the hell out of them. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like, the equivalent of Batman always letting the Joker go when he knows he's just going to blow up half of Gotham. Well, like, yeah. Well. That's but that's also because Batman like doesn't kill right. But the thing is though, it's well, like neither does like, I mean like, none of them re- like, unless you're the Punisher or like, Moon Knight or like Spider uh, Spider Peter Parker forwarded his origin by letting a criminal go right okay right. yeah and that's like that's a pattern that's always in this this, this part of, like Spider Man's like mythology but anyway so um like I don't know I just think if you didn't see that family dying. Uh, no, I <laughs> like, did. I, I mean, a fool wouldn't. It's I don't happened. Know what to it, tell it was a hat you. trick at that point. Yeah. So uh, I was just holding out hope. Yeah. So, but that's not really like a reason to no, dislike the movie. No, it's not. It's, I mean, like I said, I don't it's a little hate bit, it. It's, it's a little. Uh, what What are your other? And all the Wolverine movies just kind of start to feel drawn out at a certain point. Okay. Like I feel like they're all forty five minutes longer than they need to be. 45 really jeez i mean a little like, like after professor x went i was like all right they're gonna start to wrap this up and then it just kept going and going and good which is fine yeah but uh, i don't know it just yeah know. i don't know i i i think i think the movie like was... they explained the x-men not being there away right but it would have been nice to see more than just cat like well, i yeah i mean so part of like, I get there's a future with no X-Men and mutants, and this is kind of where, and the so, resurgence is, cut. like, I get that, but at the same time, it's like, well, did, did you, sprinklings would have been nice, did, or, did you, well, it's, it's still a Logan movie. Right. I mean, like, but all a, the other ones have had at least cameos by. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, like, you're kind of, it's like, it's almost like saying you don't like Force Awakens, because Luke Skywalker 
is not in the nah. movie more. Like you're you're expecting something that's not in no, the movie. No, I was expecting that... it to be straight up. Lo- and the violence was great. The action was really good. Like the story was solid. Yeah. It just yeah, but 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 you don't think this like added to like what what they what their experiment because like like you you can argue right now that Fox is handling the X Men mm-hmm. despite what people say better than any studio has handled a comic book property outside of like the Marvel. Oh, definitely. Like De- when when you movies. look at when you look at the overall quality, aside from their couple of hiccups, especially with these last couple that they've put out, like they yeah. are on an upward trend of putting out just, better quality I mean, of everything. Like talking about like other X Men, like they had the Reavers, which were you know the guys hunting them. They were straight from the comic. Okay. You had Caliban, who was from, right. Uh, who that that version was from X Men Apocalypse. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So like like you you had that you had a doctor related to Wolverine that kind of is going all the way back to X two or even Wolverine Origins mm-hmm. like the guy you know the doctor behind it all. So it's it's I don't know like I it was definitely to me it was universe like expanding. You now like they kind of they did something weird which was they connected it to X Men Apocalypse and X Men One yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Because they reference the cage fighting and, then, and the and then, Statue of Liberty, yeah, and then Caliban now connects it connects it to Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So now you have two separate timelines being referenced. Yes, I, I wasn't really quite sure. Now, did, did, were you able to follow why there was no X Men? Uh, uh, Professor X keeps alluding to Wolverine did it, but then you find out Professor X kind of had one of his stroke episodes and maybe killed half of the team. Well, there was, yeah, so like, there was some of that, which comes from Old Main Logan. Okay. Where Mysterio tricks. I saw that last night. I was doing a little Easter egg video and I was like, well, I was going to read this book, but (laughs) I got to give it a year now to forget that little tidbit. It's Mysterio that that tricks him, which is kind of like completely dumb. Yeah. Why would Spider-Man villains be fucking with Wolverine? Well, (laughs) because in Old Man Logan, the villains realize that if they, um, they're, grossly more powerful than the heroes and if they just kind of work together for a day <laughs> the old uh, like if they could legion just, of doom if mentality they, if they could just work together for 10 minutes <laughs> they would just obliterate everybody this is true which is like yeah and that's and and that's why old man logan is marvel's true dark knight returns like it they it took them a long time they had a couple attempts, but Old Man Logan is is the true answer to Dark Knight Returns, and Old Man Logan is already folded into Marvel continuity more. Like the ideas have right. already bled into, um, you know, um, I think the mining. I you're probably with me on this. The mining for Dark Knight Returns is over. Oh yeah, like we we kind of need to to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really- unless you're gonna go. Zack Snyder, Watchmen, full blown. Hey, we're doing this as a set alone, yeah. but it's going to be full. Like it's, it's re- yeah, it's it's really weird. They've already um, taken all the best parts of that book and added them where they could be added. Yeah, yeah. It's, so aside but, from Carrie Kelly popping up as a Robin in a movie, which maybe, they even kind of yeah. do in Lego Batman with Dick Grayson because oh, he yeah. looks like Carrie. So Kelly. How, how was that? I knew you saw that. It was pretty good. I I, I like. Did just, you see it? Nah, it just seems stupid to me. Well, I like I have how no, no interest in it. Like, within the first 10 minutes, like, all the villains cameo from mm-hmm. Batman. Like, even the egghead to the pharaoh from, like, 60s. Like, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they all go the way of the dodo. Like, within the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie, 
So literally, aside from the Joker, it's all Batman battling like Voldemort and Gremlins and like all these <laughs> Warner Brother property villains yeah. are just running loose, and that's who he's got to deal with. It, it, it was pretty good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, had its moments. Yeah, <laughs> it is. did. It, there were points where I was nodding off. It got a little long and drawn out, but and, and they use a lot of the same jokes from the Batman '66 Caper Crusaders, the return of. Oh, okay. That where was... like it, where Will Arnett's doing the same lines that Adam West did from all the Batman movies. Yeah, and it's like, ugh, I wish you wouldn't have done this in two animated movies in the same year because now it just seems lazy and cheap to me like <laughs> lazy and it cheap. did because he like he's literally the exact you want to get nuts let's get nuts and adam what and just uh yeah ugh. not good yeah i think he throws out the operating table line okay yeah i just like it just i just kind of like there's there's just a side of me that is like uh, you know like i'll have to see everything if, if maybe i eventually watch something but i'm not going to like go out of my way to see like oh yeah that was a date night that was a date me and rage wanted to see it we weren't gonna fight over what movie to go and see it was just easier so what what were your some of your other issues with logan family you have a little bit too long a little bit a little bit too long just a little little bit bit. i I mean all my problems are nitpicky i guess because that's just the way i am with my comic book movies like i would have liked to have seen a more glorious way for him to go than a tree stump to the chest like that to me was I mean I get the healing factors going so anything would have done it yeah so but it just eh. part of me was waiting for them to pull him off of the tree and the old like Wolverine X Men music to cue up and it yeah. all start because, to heal back together back, were, were you expecting them to kill him I kind of was yeah all the talk of him being done and everything yeah. just kind of I was like if they're gonna throw him but he's still he's he's still done in like. Even like an alternate timeline slash future, right? Like that's what still, like he could still, still come still back of, if if he really wanted yeah. to. I mean, because the way they set it up with the Deadpool, it's almost like what if if the which that was cool, but if the Deadpool is within the real like X Men universe and Logan's playing at a movie theater within Deadpool's unit, like that could just be an X Men movie that's had. Like well, it, it's kind of well, it's, it's all these fourth walls that well, they're throwing yeah, like, up now. Are like, wait, which one's real? What do they watch? Like, it's the Tarantino. Jules would go and watch Kill Bill at the movies, like that type of. Yeah. Well, it's still yeah. I mean, like there, there's a Tarantino film universe, right? And then there's a, a Tarantino movie universe yeah. where it's films that, that the people from his what? universe would go and sit. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm almost like, is Deadpool the movie one? Is Logan the one that yeah. all the X Men are watching? Like this shit's so fake, dude. Like, yeah, I just. It doesn't happen like that. But it's but Deadpool is still kind of um, that one's the wild card to me. It could yeah. go either way in any universe. They could build a whole new X universe around him. They could plop him in where it works. Yeah, but also too, I mean, there was a episode, uh, an issue of the. So I'm looking for my one of my chargers here. Can you find it? Uh, the, there was a issue of. I think it was the Punisher. Might have been the Punisher written by Garth Ennis where um Punisher it's 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 the best two issue Wolverine Punisher fight that they've like ever done, in my okay. opinion. And that like Punisher just fights Wolverine like completely dirty. Like he you know like, like he always does. Like he's <laughs> just like un, unrelenting. 
So, in this issue, he rolls Wolverine over with a steam steamroller. <laughs> okay. And leaves the steamroller on him. And then, like, Wolverine regenerates from that. Mm. Okay? Right. Just being flattened. So, that... And I think there was, like, another follow-up to them where Wolverine, like, ended up regenerating from, like, a tooth. I could see that. Like, that was all that was left was, like, a tooth. And, and, and if Mark was here, Mark could probably pinpoint that, <laughs> that exact... Because that, that's what Mark's awesome at. Um, and... So even with Wolverine at the end of this movie dead in the ground, mm-hmm. like there, there is no definition that his healing factor right. has stopped. I am. Was it the adamantium I mean, that was poisoning him? Yes. Side note: It was. It was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if like cancer developed and he just wasn't getting it taken care of. No, and it was. It, he was. He was. Po- he, they did like an Iron Man, where he was poisoning himself. Gotcha. Yeah. Which I guess is from but, the alternate timeline at that point, because he never really... Because <coughs> well, it all kind of gets rewritten at the end of Apocalypse. No, Days. Yeah, days. Where, days where he... Well, yeah, because like they, they kind of... He would have already been in, but he's... Yeah, I mean, like it, it, it's, it's a weird thing, even that they put the movie like 30 years into the future. Right. Like, it's just weird that... Like he seems to have such such a short lifespan mm-hmm. after like, so many years. Of, like that was one of the like because it yeah, was like he, well it's been sixteen years since the days thing ended and Professor X looked perfect and Wolverine looked great. Like yeah, within I mean, sixteen years, these two have gone like it's just so downhill. It's like, just yeah, and but a part of. Like I would, I guess my the one thing I, w- I would like to have seen more of the world that they live in. Right. I would. I w- you know it would like, be nice. I would like to have kind of seen like like more of more of that. Like even like even in the opportunities opportunities you had to see more. Like with him driving in the beginning. Right. Like you could have seen a little bit like of like the topography of the lane or like mm-hmm. the landscape of Vegas change or get. You know, like, or or New Mexico and the Mexican border look a little bit different. And right. It just kind of, like, had maybe, like, a couple different cars, like, futuristic-looking cars or, like, a newspaper or something to say, like, what's happening mm-hmm. or, or, like, where things are. But th- did you also notice that when the doctor at the end, he was discussing... Um, what they what, what they did, how they suppressed the human population. Yeah. And he essentially does like a Jack Nichols they do a Jack Nicholson and the as the Joker in the eighty nine Batman mm-hmm. where they, they poison all the products. Yeah. And they they, they, they suppress the X Factor gene. Okay. Yeah. And I that, thought they were trying to mutate everybody. No, no, they 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 uh, they, okay. they sniffed out the mutants and then once that like I guess once that went down like once the population went down they went they got into creating their own oh okay so then they would like they would have been they would be the only ones that have mutants yeah and that's why then they would have like this unstoppable army to do god knows what worth gotcha okay yeah like it would have been cool if they would have used something like the legacy virus to explain away like yeah. mutants not and like the ones that are alive are just kind of immune, but their yeah, day is they, coming type they, deal. They they could have they um but they kinda already did legacy virus stuff. They kinda already did mutant disease stuff. They like you know like they, they handled the mutants in the Fox movies the same way that uh Paramount handles the Transformers. 
Okay. Butcher is they're weakened. Mutants gotcha. are weakened against humanity. It's yeah. not the other way around. Like, uh, humans can still kill Optimus Prime. They can still take out a right. Decepticon. They can still fight. Like, there aren't, like, it, it's kind of weird. Like, there aren't, like, an even playing field, even though one is a advanced, highly advanced robot race. Yeah, <laughs> and we have tracer rounds. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and then uh, with the X-Men movies, mm-hmm. like, I guess, like, maybe starring with X3, like, um, like X Men One and X Men Two are actually great with the political like side story, right? To where this threat is coming, they're trying to contain it because they know it means extinction, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like that's a lot of of what that means, and that's uh, one of those uh, like points of X Men that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the reasons why X Men always has a point, right? So. With that being said, at that point, the humans and all the other X-Men movies, including some of the Wolverine movies, have a heightened role in the fate of mutants. Mm. Okay? Yeah. And this this was a, another example of that, where it's just like, okay, like, uh, they can... Like, even in... Um, I, I watched X-Men Apocalypse twice, twice this week. Okay. Because uh, I'm a loser. I got nothing <laughs> better to do. With my time. Listened to and and sat down and watched. Okay. And by sit down and watch, I mean I sit on the arm of my couch. <laughs> like, like, because I refuse to kind of like slump down to be comfortable uh, to watch some of it. But it's like, even in that, it's like, you know, Stryker just rolls through, rolls into the, yep. the school after it blows up. Mm-hmm. Like, rolls into the school, takes everyone out, and, yep. and captures whoever he, he wants. And, and it's almost like in X-Men 2 when striker invades the school right okay it, the kids are like a threat the mm-hmm. kids are like these little kids are competing with these trained military soldiers right okay and they have to do these like sneaky tactics to maybe hopefully isolate them but even like iceman who's like a, you know like a junior or whatever like he's he's, yeah. he's a mid-level student uh yeah just makes a nice wall mm-hmm. like because that's his power screw you right okay and i as and I think Transformers is in the same spot, where I think with this new Transformers, it looks like that they're going they're going back to cranking up Transformers. Right. Like what the Transformers are in Transformers, it looks like they're cranking that up. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, they always like intertwine history with Transformers, which kind of like equalizes it, which balances things out. Right. Like it, it's it's weird when it is like a little bit of of my revelation with the arrival. Which is when I saw that it had. Did yeah, you watch it? I picked okay. it up. Yeah. So like, here, here's my whole takeaway from that. Like, one of my takeaways. Um, number one, I think it's by by far the best movie that came out this this year. Okay. I think it's by far. I think it should have won the Academy Award. Uh, I was hoping for a upset. Um, I believe it. I got a different different upset. <laughs> you ain't lying. D- different upset, but. Um, Arrival kind of made me have a revelation, which is by the end of that movie, you can go anywhere. Like, you can do a sequel, and you can do anything. Because yeah. you have such a perfect, interesting, like, first note. Mm-hmm. Like, interesting seed. Right. And you can do an entire film series mm-hmm. on the Arrival. Set in different places, and different times, and it'll all... You can, you can go up to, like, 3,000 years into the future with, mm-hmm. that, with that movie. Yep. And and that was a part of my revelation. 
what it wasn't like exactly that it was more or less and i've been battling in how to be vocal about this and then define it <laughs> because it's it's a thought that's not really like for, formulated yet but it's like there's a power in going forward when it's storytelling right when it's saying like this is point zero and we're just gonna go forward mm-hmm. okay where today the obsession is going backwards right and when you go backwards, like, you know, it takes away any element of surprise. You're constantly going backwards and you know what's happening. You know what's going to happen. You know, makes sense. You know, uh, it, like, it's easier to predict. Look, we had theories about Rogue One. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's it's like like those guys dying was not a complete shock because you knew that was i hit so many nails on the head when i went back and listened to that (laughs) oh yeah yeah even down to like oh leia's gonna be in it like Uh is that confirmed no but come on leia has to be (laughs) yeah but but the thing is though it's kind of like there's a power in just going forward right and no one wants to everyone's afraid I, i mean maybe this is why the the marvel cinematic universe is what it is because they're just going forward to an extent, I mean, when they right. when they do go back, it a it's something that you don't know. But like, it's, like when but you, it's but it's like exposition. Yeah, it but moves the story. But forward. it's not like Wolverine Origins, Batman Begins, right? Rogue One is not exposition, right? It's like a whole other thing. Like it, it is a story. It's a complete story that takes place between these two stories. Right. Where you know the outcome. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, it's even like you watch Batman Begins. Okay. I mean, like, it has Bruce Wayne moments, but you're in no way you're like, how's he going to get out of this? Oh, uh, I don't care. Exactly. He becomes Batman. Yep. He becomes Batman. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, we already got the other four. I know he's going to live in this one. Yeah. I mean, I, I think even it was a marketing mistake, marketing Wolverine as his last movie. Because how much more of a shock would have been if, right. he, if he just died? And mm-hmm. you're like, yo, they mm-hmm. just killed Wolverine. And then he, like, it's almost like an athlete. Like, sometimes when you win the Super Bowl, you retire. You right. announce your retirement. Right. Why Why wouldn't it have been bad if he just announced his retirement after, after the, the movie, movie came out? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, genius. Genius move. Yeah. Uh, feel free to take that. Hollywood publicist <laughs> for next time. Maybe Please. for Robert Downey's uh, departure in Iron Man. Amen. Which we can agree that that character should not die with Robert Downey. No. Right? None of them should really it should. die with those so, like, actors. Who, who, who would you be like set for uh, for Wolverine 2.0? Uh, who would be Wolverine 2.0? Or like, do you think they're just going to go all female now? I don't they, think gonna, I don't think they'll go all they female. Uh, if they're smart, they'll leave them out for a movie or two, just to kind of let Hugh Jackman wash away from everybody. Yeah, I would like to see Tom Hardy. I can see that. I think that would be really good. He's such a brawler, dude. He's such a brawler. Did you watch just any of his show, Taboo? Looking no. It's all right. I was I, I if if when you when you go back and listen to the thirty minutes without Norm <laughs> of this episode, I kind of I, I I touch on that. Okay, it's 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 so hard for me to to get into a TV show. Like I, I'm I'm into Legion because I, I think it's, it's. I tried watching that last night episode too. Too, I I, I, I think that's one of the most forward shows that I've seen in a long. It's it just it moves it moves everything forward. Mm. Writing, cinematography, effects, um, storytelling. The storytelling for that Mark and I were kind of bad, and he 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 wrapped it up. He kind of went on a, 
a little tangent about that better than I could. <laughs> but he kind of breaks down like how that first episode is forwards and backwards like at the same time. Mm. And, and uh, he, he just listening to him, he got me a little bit more more into it. So, I, yeah, uh, we're not going to we'll wait till we get into that. Um, or maybe we'll I'll just, you know, we'll just gloss over it. But episode two, I thought was as strong as, as episode one. And I think I'm four behind now. Yeah, that's why I hate television. Like I'm like, come on! I just caught up on Always Sunny, okay, season twelve, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I I think you were wrong with that. Really, it, it's not a throwback. No, like the, no, I didn't. No, I said they were finally getting their well, footing back. Yeah. Last season was all the throwbacks no, to like no, I, I yeah, because we talked about them like tying up like right. Now this no, season's been all. I think I think after season eight, the format of the show shifted, and it shifted to more kind of like fantasy hypothetical um their schemes got a little bit more out like imaginative yeah okay more grandiose uh, yeah and and that's fine because like like what do you do yeah what, like, well they are all they're the most grandiose unrealistic yeah. like effed up members of society right. like but just, but their schemes aren't so uh it's like, seinfeld like, on crack i guess those guys yeah I, I i agree with that but it's like their their schemes aren't so street level right as they were from three yeah from three till eight right okay and then they kind of but and and i'm fine with the way that show is now because that cricket episode oh dude is so freaking dude that and and i just love it that at, at the end he like owns up to like what he is <laughs> like finally you guys might have a smoked pcp in your bed. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man that one but, yeah that one but, where matt came out that was great yeah see like that's that's a lot of what i mean too hero like, or racist yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even like, the little girl knew who i was talking about yeah. <laughs> but yeah and i just uh <laughs> yeah yeah i just i just think there's a a a chunk of always sunny that is um more like hey like wouldn't it be crazy if they did this right as opposed to all right like let's start the episode with dennis finding a baby in a dumpster and let's go from there mm -hmm. and i think that's a lot of what like how they set up their storytelling oh, yeah. it's like they, it's like they they pose almost like a uh like a trial like a question <laughs> early and then sometimes that gets resolved in within one scene mm -hmm. like or a scene or two it gets resolved early right and then the show goes on it's like a second path mm -hmm. which is uh, but anyway so what else uh so current said nothing about logan no nah, not too much he wasn't yeah. a fan I can tell by I, the I don't understand. yeah I, I he hasn't liked any of the logan movies yeah really. i don't understand how uh anyone could not dislike this like could like I, I just think this movie has everything like mm -hmm. like it just has yeah no like it's, it's raw it's great it, it it's it's got like an old westerny feel it's, to it it's which it's, is ironic because professor x is watching that old western throughout yeah did you, but it, 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 it just kind of feels did you know, like did you know what that movie was ah uh, they say the name it's it's how the west was won okay by uh, Sergio Leone. Ah, the old uh, yeah. good to bad and the ugly. Right? That is, he did yeah. those? Yes, yeah. that is. Um, sorry, here. I, I'm trying to. I actually then I did a post for us yeah. on, on the wrong Instagram account <laughs> that, that I have to delete. What's true is I'm going to delete right now. 
I got too too much happening on Instagram sometimes. Because my, my life is just full of too many activities. I can't, can't ah. keep track. What's up? What you got? So, uh, call me confused, but yeah. I thought I, Nathan Summers was X-Man and not Cable. No, Nathan Summers... It, um, Nathan Summers is Cable. Okay. I, there's an there should be an alternate Nathan Summers as X Men okay. that spawned out of Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Okay. I got. Yeah. It. And because in my X Encyclopedia, there's Cable, and he's whatever something Summers, and then on the X Men page that has the two page fold where you turn the book sideways. Yeah. That one says Nathan Summers, and he's a clone of da 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 wah 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 and like. All that good stuff, but yeah. I was like, "Wait, I thought Nathan Summers was X Man." Yeah, it's, he's from Age of Apocalypse. Uh, I think there's two, two takeaway characters that went into Marvel continuity from Age of Apocalypse. One was Dark Beast. I was gonna say Dark Beast because he's badass. <laughs> Dark Dark Beast, which is just a character they they should have killed off like hundreds of times, and X Man. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I think. Uh, oh yeah. So real quick, to like correction. So and I kind of I went over this in the, in, in the latest episode. So when we were talking about Legion last time, mm-hmm. I said that he led into um, Arnslaw. Okay. Legion Legion lead, leads into uh, Age of Apocalypse. Okay. Okay. Professor Xavier going into the mind of Magneto creates Arnslaw. So mm. that's how Onslaught kicks off. Onslaught is like a manifestation of Xavier and Magneto. That's gotcha. why he's got Magneto's colors and, and similar helmet. Oh, okay. Okay, like similar shapes. Mm-hmm. And Legion was a reality rift that he created that went into Age of Apocalypse. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's... And those are still, in my opinion, the two biggest X-Men... Two biggest and two of the best X-Men stories. Ever. Oh, yeah. I want to read Apocalypse so bad. Just to... Yeah. Just to see Cyclops well, lose his eye. And yeah, I mean, like, Wolverine's hand to get blown off. Yeah, it's it's just like cool, like all their costumes, alternate look fantasy and... stuff, and it's 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 pure nineties design work. Oh yeah, um, it's it it's it's a mark of the era. They they were so ballsy because they they stopped all the X Men books and they retitled them for four issues. So you had like a four issue like a four issue numbering gap. Okay. Like X Men, be- Uncanny X Men became Astonishing X Men. Mm. Like X Factor became, I think it X Factor stayed X Factor, but just got renumbered. Like X Caliber, I think they 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 reworded that. Mm. So like yeah, like they just had a way of like doing like doing it all, tying yeah. it all together. Yeah, they just they they kept their current books. They I think they added new. There was like a um, like a chron- a chronology book. Which went into like the history of how things came came to be, mm. and I think that's where like that's where you learn more about what happened with Cyclops and Wolverine, and okay. what happened with Magneto. Magneto was like leading one of the X Men teams, so was Rogue. Like you kind of had like these like explanations, which is something that they continue to today. There was a this other alternate storyline called Age of X. Okay, and so they they run that, and yeah, it's all alternate stuff. And I, I get so sick of it sometimes. And they had like a couple issues that explained how the X Men, like how the entire world assaulted the X Men 
Mm. And they had this, like, the, these, like, force barriers in the city <laughs> that they would, like, have to reinforce every few days to, like, keep keep the war at bay. <laughs> like, God. you know, and, like, that was, that, that's Age of X. And I even forget how, how that one even, even wraps up. I just read it too not too long ago. And I, I just kind of, like, was breezing through it. Like, just looking at more of the artwork, not even interested in, in what was happening. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, I'm, I'm all for, like, alternate realities in comics. Right. But it's kind of like they they shouldn't ever be major storylines. I can like, see that. You know, like Age of Apocalypse is such an exception because it's such a wide range, like, or such a, like, grasp of, like, doing this thing on a, on a truly, like, epic scale. Mm-hmm. It's such a grasp for it. Well, that even becomes, like, a... Like a what if. Because you know it's not going to be the way it is forever. Yeah. So at a point, it's just like, all right, for 12 issues, we're having fun if Apocalypse took over X-Men yeah. Universe. Like, none of it... It doesn't have the permanency that some of the other stuff has. No, I, I 100% uh, agree. Sorry, I'm just going to... I need to. Like X-Men The End. That one really had no permanency. It was just oh, all no. those The End books. Yeah, yeah. They were... That was just like a series... Um, they were just like, hey, if the X Men were going to end and die, this is yeah. how it would be. Yeah, like, and, and X Men: The End is just uh, fantastic. Oh yeah, it um, like it really goes through like everything. Everybody, yeah. everyone has their moments. Yeah, Rogue Gambit. I think Colossus is one of the only guys that really doesn't. He yeah. he falls to like Juggernaut really early yeah, on. Yeah, I'm kind of done with the Colossus love. I'm just so <laughs> sick of people liking him. He was never, like, he was never, like, I get it, but who cares? Yeah. Like, the, 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 it's just, it just cracks me up. People just love Colossus. And, like, how they love Nightcrawler so much that he had to, like, end up in Age of Apocalypse again. Yeah, see, I'm not a big Nightcrawler of, guy. Like, you know, and it's just, the, the X-Men, they're the only, the only superhero team where you can just even create new new characters for any medium mm-hmm. and just have it work because the explanation is that they're they're a mutant yep That's and they're it. all colorful and out there yeah. anyway so there's really nothing that you can't do that doesn't fit in so <laughs> so would would you recommend uh would you recommend logan to someone i would yeah i would and i you know it's you would have them uh have them see it it's like a darker grittier western type if you want to see the dark knight returns live action type deal go and see yeah. logan because that's <laughs> yeah. the closest you're gonna get yeah i i agree, I agree. my my phone's driving me nuts i gotta put it down oh i, I hate my phone so much and, i hate your phone and, too. and i'm nowhere near i don't have one of my my handy chargers anywhere Mm-mm-mm. so okay so what were your expectations going into Logan? I really didn't have any. I was trying to stay away from him. Yeah. I was hoping that maybe like him and Deadpool would share a scene. It would be completely out of place. Yeah. Maybe a fever dream or something that Wolverine was having. Yeah. Like that, I guess that was it because I started hearing rumblings <laughs> about Deadpool and it yeah. ended up being that preview at the beginning. But, you know. Yeah. So And then were you... Were you connected to any of the reviews, any of the, the yeah, the press hype? I actually stayed away from it this okay. time because yeah. I didn't want to. People were, I think, people were dead on. 
Like right. I, I, I right. the only thing that I did see for it was it was maintaining at like ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, I don't want to know anymore because the yeah. last movie was a hundred percent, and that was crap. Like, no. Well, it's everything. Uh, well, Lego Batman was a hundred percent, and it, it's not a hundred percent movie. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah. Well, not it's, that it's crap. Yeah. It's just, I mean, like it's like let's just see. Like Logan's at ninety three percent right now. Right. I I'd give it like. Like eighty-seven, so the the critic score is ninety-three percent. The audience score is actually ninety-five percent. Okay, yeah, which is which is pretty pretty solid. And then let's just see here. Like if we go through the what's Kong trending at? <laughs> well, Kong's falling, right? Like, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's. I read it's, nothing but good reviews for that the other day. I don't know. I don't know where you're reading your your, your <laughs> reviews. That that movie has uh, really bad word of mouth. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. yeah I was saying it was a feast for the eyes, and the action was nonstop. I don't That's know. the review like, I read. No one, no one I I follow that scene that says anything good about the story, the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everyone says, like yeah, like when he fights, it's cool. But other than like that's not enough to carry the movie, which is yeah you know, something you always hear. Like yeah. uh, and. It kind of was like building towards, like I guess, like a big set piece at the end, but the big build towards that is just like it's, you know, like it's almost, I guess, a little bit like how Batman vs Superman was set up. Okay. Where by the time you got to the, got to the end, you just were like, well, I, there's you gave me nothing to care about. <laughs> okay. Yeah, still yeah. see it Thursday. Kong is okay. So. Top top down from Ryan Tomatoes, Legion TV show ninety three percent, Logan ninety three percent, X Men Apocalypse forty eight percent. Oh Jesus! Deadpool eighty four percent, Days of Future ninety one percent, Double Wolverine sixty nine percent, First Class eighty six percent, Origins thirty eight percent, Last Stand fifty eight percent, X Men United eighty six percent, X Men eighty one percent. Yeah. So and uh, it looks like that the people are somewhat like there's there's a gap between origins critics thirty eight audience fifty eight percent that's a little bit of a gap yeah uh, double Wolverine matches sixty nine percent sixty nine percent okay days of future is ninety one percent ninety one percent which is funny yeah. Days of Apocalypse, there's, there's a gap to, or Apocalypse, there's a gap, 48%, 67%. Okay. So, what are you, do you have any issues with Apocalypse? Because I, it's like, I kind of, I, I watched it this week again. I haven't seen it since the, the theater. Okay. And my takeaway is that, like, the, the movie moves. Like it moves. Yeah. Like, there, you're, you're constantly, yes. like, next scene, you don't forward. get bored. Next scene, moving forward. But it takes so freaking long mm-hmm. to start. Yes. It takes forever to like. It takes get, forever to, to start. Get going. And, they, and they underutilize everybody again. Well, I. I mean, Psylocke has two good scenes, maybe one fight. Yeah. Angel well, doesn't have shit. Yeah. Like, like nothing. You, you always, but you always get that when when you cream it. When, yeah. When, like I mean, that like goes that, with that. But, but I that's mean, when where, you're. But that's where X Men movies are even different than something like the Avengers or Guardians. Well, they've always kind of, like I yeah. can't think of one movie where, aside from maybe Lady Deathstrike, they last. Even yeah. it, like the first X Men movie, they all break off, pair off, like in the in the cartoon. Yeah. And boom, boom, lightning strike, uh, stab to the belly, uh, duh, 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 like, 
And it's all, yeah. like, once the face-offs come in any X-Men movie, aside from Last Stand, where you actually get, like, an X-Men kind of war, Yeah. It, like, those one-off battles are just snap snap of the fingers and it's over yeah like there's no well i th- i think that's i i think that is a little bit of the direction like of how like what the combat is like because mm-hmm. they're they're all so deadly I, so like fights, I, I guess i just like to see like, more of like uh you know like fights. pyro versus iceman where they're evenly matched so there's actually something kind of going yeah. on there yeah i mean i i and like slightly I, I'm, not extended. Saying, I'm not saying i disagree with what you're saying i i i think that is like something that's always been missing like they're always just too clean though yeah like i i just think that movie like kind of became a magneto movie Cause like his his what happens with him, mm-hmm. like and like his his you can say like his backstory between the two movies, is is so tragic, right? And he he gets his motivation to join the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And well, I'd even argue that that whole trilogy is Magneto. Like if the original X Men yeah. are Wolverine, the prequels would be Magneto and maybe J- like James McAvoy's story. Uh, yeah. No, but I, more centered on Magneto it, yeah, and his struggles. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, he's and he's by far the more interesting. Oh yeah, like character between Fastbender's just. Him. I hope they keep him around for a yeah, while. Between him and Xavier, like um, Magneto has the better, the better story. Oh yeah. Okay. By far. Yeah, and but X Men Apocalypse also, like they they spent so much time setting up. Quicksilver mm-hmm. and him, yeah, and they, and then he just they just kind of. Back- I tell you, one day I gotta go. Yeah, it's like, so it's so, mm-hmm. and then Mystique is like telling people that they're related. Yeah, like Mystique is telling like <laughs> like Mystique told Storm, and then Storm's like Mystique told me blah 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 blah, and he's like, yeah, maybe someday I'll I'll tell him, and I'm just like, what? Your like, whole motivation for coming was to tell him. Is you yeah. have your moment. And now you're pussing and, out. And I, I think the other uh, fault for Apocalypse is you have no sense of it being in the 80s. I can see that. There is no feeling of it being... There is one song from the 80s in the movie. And one mall scene where you see 80s clothes. It's just weird. Like, I, I think the fashion in the movie isn't 80s enough. They could mm-hmm. they went more comical. I mean, it's even like... like there's, I think there's stuff there that seems to be missing. It almost looks like it's more in the seventies, especially the way Alex looks before he gets blown to bits. Yeah. Like he looks more like a late seventies, like flowy so, hair, windbreaker, members only jacket, <laughs> yeah. like. So like the and they're they're moving forward with with supernova with I supernova saw that. and with a TV show now. Okay. So someone someone was just case as Polaris for an X Men TV project. Yes, they also I don't know if you saw this, yeah. but they cast Blink from Days of Future Past. Okay. The girl who she yeah. she signed on to that show as well. See, like they they can do in like, the Blink role. They can do a Exile show, which Blink was a part of a mutant team called the Exiles. Okay. And they were like a team of X Men from alternate realities that went into alternate realities and so on hmm. and so forth. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it was called Exiles. Because uh, I had an X in it. Yeah. They yeah. all have X. Excalibur. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't have the sword, but... Yeah, so what, what else... got an X. So, overall, you and I, I... I was very pleased with Wolverine. No, it was solid. I thought I thought it was, on a structure sense, story-wise, uh, 
solid. Mm-hmm. Might have been the best written X Men movie. I thought. I thought James Mangold uh, really um, went to like another level See, in developing the uh, story. This one didn't really feel like an X Men movie to me. It felt yeah. like superhero, well, but I wouldn't call it. No, it's it's not. It's Logan, right? So like you're you're getting a solo movie mixed up with. No, you just said like yeah. X Men movie. That's well, why you're saying. Yeah, like, I mean like like grouping it together like that. Yeah, but it's but it's by far. Yeah, no. You, um, if you went into this expecting it to be an X Men, none of the ones named yeah. after him have been. Maybe that first one. Where the first get, one definitely was a grab at trying to center, make it centering the entire X universe around Wolverine and then having nonstop X Men spinoff like solo movies. Right. That was the whole because even at that point they even announced a Magneto solo movie. And wasn't there going to be a Storm too? I think I there was going to be a storm. Yeah, they had so many ones. For, it's a lot like the Star Wars. Like everyone, one off, yeah. Star Wars, everyone in the Star Wars universe is projected to have a solo movie. Mm-hmm. There's like a huge list in Disney right now. Oh, I can imagine. Thing. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, you know, Chewbacca needs his own trilogy. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a... <laughs> yeah. Like, but um, no, I and I thought the the use of the effects, the way it was shot, that they um, like I never thought X twenty three was like a good character. I can um, see that. Yeah, like I kind of hated it. It's funny that they even used her foot blade. In that, yeah, I, I was, I was, that. I wasn't was, expecting that, cool. that. I like that. I was like, I was like, all right, at least they're not using the foot blade. I like, then, I like the excuse that Xavier gives for yeah, it. Like, it's, it's they it's, use the front for defending and the back for yeah. killing. <laughs> yeah, and it's just you're just like okay, like I don't think the comic ever ever did that. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But uh, so no, I, I I think this is definitely one of the, the strongest of the mutant Fox movies. Um, it's this is the Wolverine that everybody was craving to see. Took him too long to get there though. Took him too long to bring us this type of Wolverine, to bring us right. like this type of movie w- with the character. Took, took, I mean, he shouldn't have had to take a pay cut to make it R rated this way. Like that's well, well, you kind of do because if it's PG thirteen, they're gonna make more money. Yeah, right. so you're worth less. If you choose to make the movie in a in a fashion that is going to get less of an audience, I would make that argument. But the amount of kids that were in that damn theater yesterday, it's mm-hmm. not stopping them. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, look, the, this movie's going to make money. It's just how high does it go? Is the question right? Um, I don't. I don't think it's going to carry like Deadpool. No, I no. think it's it's going to get the core. It's going to bring in some some outsiders. I don't know if it's going to go much further than that. Okay. Um, I mean, the budget still had been 130, 120. Um, I'm not even sure. Like, did you can look up the budget? No. Yeah. Let's 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 I see. I went what, on an Easter egg hunt last night, which there aren't that many out for right now. Wait, you're looking for Easter eggs? Yeah. Like, um, like, just explain that to me, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> explain. Well, every year, this bunny comes with chocolates. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, the little hints and nods and throwbacks to oh you mean references. oh you mean movie Easter eggs? Yes. I thought you meant Easter Easter eggs. No. I thought that was something <laughs> I wasn't. Um, okay. Oh wow! Look, wow! This is this is significant. Forty six million dollar budget. Uh, Ninety seven million. Oh, I was ballpark. S- um, That's ballpark. I didn't go over. <laughs> I didn't say one hundred and thirty. <laughs> Uh, ninety-seven is, and it's already at fifty-two point four million. So, so real, real quick though, do you know um, the people that created Wolverine? 
Define created. Like who 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 are the people who created Wolverine? I'm gonna say an angry little Canadian man. It's it's uh, Len Wein, John Romita uh, Senior, and Roy Thomas. Okay, the second name sounds familiar. Okay, Len Len, Len Wein's the guy that wrote the Hulk issues. Okay, John Romita is the one who did the initial design work for Wolverine. He was uh, I believe he was Marvel's art director. Also, okay, also the greatest Spider-Man artist of all time. I probably did Next. he do Tormented. No, Spider-Man Tormented. That no. is um, uh, Tom McFarlane. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. You're about three generations. <laughs> <laughs> Rory Thomas was like, um, late, well, yeah, I mean, late sixties, mid seventies. I mean, Logan was first, and, second gen, new, giant size X Men. He popped up in right. Along well, with, no, his first appearance was Hulk one eighty one. Uh, Hulk versus. No, Hulk one eighty one. Where he had to fight Wolverine though. He's like the villain. Well, of that. no, he he fights Wendigo and Hulk. Okay. And he was deployed by the Canadian government because gotcha. the two of them were when they go and and Hulk. I were have a cross, crossover shirt. Sure, we're close to the um, Canadian border, so they send in Wolverine. Gotcha. Yeah, and then he's uh, briefly appeared in one eighty, full issue one eighty one, and leaves in one eighty two. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, and uh, and um, you know, uh, very much available issue like causes the print runs but in, in high demand that's that's oh, what yeah. drives up the uh, price but anyway so the reason why when you get in that did, did this movie did i miss did, did this movie have a stan lee cameo i didn't see one no no stan lee cameo mm -hmm. right no let me let me do and it wasn't easter egged <laughs> okay uh just i just did a search on the wiki uh, <laughs> right, the, the director the, the long version of this sequence was later released by Reynolds in his YouTube channel which features a cameo appearance by Stanley himself okay hmm. I guess not I guess not because I'm not sure what segment so like no, and, that's and, for the Deadpool trailer and, yeah and this is the only um, movie that kind of <laughs> connects to a post credit sequence right, right? Yeah. Like the X-Men Apocalypse post credit sequence actually is the Essex core. Yeah, right. actually actually leads into Logan, mm -hmm. which is they We just never get to see Sinister. <laughs> like they, they they just uh usually these movies have the Mark and I were discussing this. They're the there's no X Men post credit sequence that actually leads mm -mm. anywhere. No. That is no. explained. Or he comes back from Japan. You see Trask everywhere. Yeah. Magneto and Xavier have to talk, but then the next one picks up seventy years in the future, and everyone's yeah. dead. Uh, <laughs> like, and then, like Mystique, Mystique is the president, right? And and then Mystique is Striker. <laughs> None of it nope. is. Yeah, you know, I was I was really hoping when you saw the like the clone Wolverine, mm -hmm. like the clone Logan, right. Which no one's bitching about, which no. is funny, but everyone bitches about the stuff from Rogue One. Did you right. notice that? Mm -hmm. Rogue One, blasphemous. You can't do this. Logan, everyone's okay with it. And I thought the Logan one looked worse than yeah. the Rogue One, right? Because yeah. there were times where, like, like you would see him and you're like, ah, she, like, ah. Mm -hmm. Like, could maybe do something else? The whole time I was sitting there and I was like, I wonder if James Marigold knew he was going to make this movie and he had Hugh Jackman fill all his scenes with the shaved head when he was filming Les Mis 
when he was all prisoned oh, up because he's got geez. the long beard and yeah. whatnot. Like the whole time, I was like, "Why is Les felt, Mis Hugh Jackman in this movie?" I thought that was going to be Mystique when, when <laughs> okay. you first saw. And I'm like, yo, like Mystique is like their secret weapon. I was a weapon. little disappointed with the X-20. Like just because it was him. And I was like yeah. at a point I was like, all right, this is going to be a badass kind of like, oh, it's young Logan. Yeah. It's like, it's damn Wolver- it. Dude, it's Wolverine versus Wolverine. Right. And okay. I wish they would have like, just made that Liv Schreiber and like kind of did yeah, a saber tooth thing I thought, at like, least. Like when I first saw it, I was like. Like the Logan well, DNA is not working. Let's get some well, saber tooth. Like I went in two directions. I went, when I first saw that, I said, oh, Xavier is seeing him, is seeing saber tooth as Logan because he's delirious. And then I was like, oh, could it be Mystique? And that's, that's immediately where I went because in the Ultimate X-Men. Okay. Which is like one of the last, like the last great, even though it's an alternate, mm-hmm. the ultimate X-Men movie, one through like 25 or 35, up until Robert Kirkman started to write it, which I kind of went, ugh, because he redid Cable. Okay. And it's like, no, fuck you. Um, the ultimate X-Men arc is the the first run, the Mark Millar, uh, Andy Cooper drawn ultimate X-Men right. is, is an X-Men must read. The, the Sabretooth in that has four claws. Okay. Has four a- animadium claws. Okay. And you're like, yeah, like, <laughs> like he's one more better than Wolverine. <laughs> he can kick his ass. Okay? He's a bigger monster. He's, um, but yeah, so I thought they were like maybe going to do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, because like they're just giving everyone claws and that's fine. Mm-hmm. The girl has one less. Right. Because, you know, girls are, like, lesser than men, so. <laughs> and weaker than men. So long, audience. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, nice having you what, while we did. What, like, I don't know, I don't know if, if you picked up on that allegory, but <laughs> that, that's what I got away with it. No, and so I'm just like, all right, everyone's getting claws, no big deal. I'm like, they gave Saber two claws, and, and they're just, and I really thought it was going to be, like, once he stabbed them. Like, once Xavier was dead, it would be, like, something else. Because mm-hmm. you would see, like, the true form. Because right. you're seeing it at that point how Xavier thinks it is. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh, it's just a over three. Is that the moment when he's talking to him and you find out that's when Xavier yeah. killed the X-Men? Kind of talks about Or is that when he's saying, like, enjoy having a family? Well, or does he no, tell him to enjoy having a family no, when he puts him in the that bed? That was a scene earlier. Okay. So Because so, when, when he's laying there dying at the end, and he says, so that's what this feels like, I was like, is that a reference to the family line? Or is he referencing, like, so this is what dying feels like, because he finally is? I think it's... Because I couldn't remember if it was the clone Logan that had that conversation with Xavier or well, the real one. Yeah, Logan doesn't hear his final... Like, I killed the X-Men. Yeah. Like, I remember I've right. been yelling at you for it. Like, yeah. like and, um, yeah, because he says, like, he did, like, horrible things. Yeah. Uh, this so, is the yeah, best so day that I've was, had in that was too, da 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 and right, I remember. I don't deserve this, to, yeah. and this is what, and it's kind of funny because, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, like this movie goes so deep in that relationship, and in, in the Logan-Xavier relationship. Mm-hmm. That well, we, I mean, he starts calling him dead halfway like, through. Like, like, that's my pop. Yeah. Like, we, we've never really seen that explored in the comics right and th- that's that's a little bit of why i think this movie is just fantastic because like any anyone can sit down and watch this movie mm-hmm. i feel like oh yeah there there's enough non-silly comic book mm-hmm. crap in it no it's to, like an emotional action to movie, carry it. This yeah movie. and that's... and i and you don't really need to know a lot i think the tidbits and the little nuances and the backstory that that they drop could have been 
Yeah, like maybe a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. Like maybe say things twice. Yeah. Like some things. Whatever. Not whisper them. Yeah, it's just like it's them. it's tough sometimes. Like I, I don't understand why they 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 don't do that. Like they really don't use the uh, three rule a lot. Yeah. And just like say three times so people know it. Mm-hmm. Like because like I don't know. Usually I'm drinking before a movie, so. Like, just say three times, so I got three chances to pick up yeah. on it. <laughs> like, Wait, did he just say? Yeah. Wait, I'm pretty sure he just said. Yeah, like, yeah, like give me that say. hiccup. Like, <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I do feel like that this is a, it's a wonderful movie. It's well made. It's, it's every, every part is like top tier. Right. Um, but it does kind of. I guess perturb me, uh, anger me a little. Not really anger me. Like it's a movie, but like anger me, to to the point that like wow, like it took us this long to get here. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Like you, you want to go out in this big, f- epic fest. Like right. you want to go out on a, on the highest note possible, which you do. But I'm like, jeez, man. Like it. Like we couldn't have gotten some of this mm-hmm. before. Like, yeah. Just like all of the solo just, movies should have just been hard R's. You don't want to do it for an X Men movie. You're toning down Wolverine. Everyone else has their moments. All right, cool. But yeah. like, yeah, I just, I mean, like, so who, who, who else would you want to see a solo movie from X Men Lars? I can tell you, I'm not really excited for Gambit. Yeah, like I don't see the point in that. Yeah, uh, like if 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 they do if they do Gambit right. I mean, okay. if they do it like an Ocean's Eleven kind of heist movie, where no, it's more... No, no. you don't think playing no. up the thief? You know what you do? What? You, you play up his time with the Marauders, when he was Sabretooth's partner, and they went to the sewers, and they executed all the... The Morlocks. Okay. You start there. You start that. You start this guy as a dirty human being. He gambles. Like, he, 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 he bets. He's got a cool accent amazing like awesome power set right oh, awesome yeah. power yeah. set okay mm-hmm. charge anything okay has a ninja weapon you know like <laughs> has a ninja e weapon okay do stuff with that but have him be this like weapon that is being used to exterminate mutants in horrific ways and, like i'm not talking like horrific like well yeah like yeah, hostile, pg-13 but he's like killing kids he's <laughs> right. killing women and then at, charge a kid, let him blow up. At walk this, away. yeah, <laughs> and and at this point, like what turns him is that he meets Rogue. Right. He Rogue outside the X Men. Okay. He meets Rogue, maybe like bumps into her at a bar or some someplace seedy, but it's full Rogue. It's mm. a new Rogue, mm. full costume, wearing green, big hair. Hey, shook. Stre- <laughs> yeah, streaking her hair, and they fall in love, and that 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 begins, and then he follows her to. The mansion, the X Men, he or Manchester, he, and that's that's the arc for Gambit. And then at that point, you also bring in he's also connected to Mister Sinister. Right, Sinister is the one that sent out the, the Marauders to kill the Morlocks. He's the one who had the Essex Corp at the end of Apocalypse. Yeah. If you stayed till the credits, and that, but and uh, and even because I was thinking about this too is like. I, and I, this is just like fanboy. This is just me mm-hmm. extrapolating. So at the end of Age of Apocalypse, like they kind of don't, in my view, they don't kill Apocalypse. No. Because he's in two minds. He's in Jean Grey's mind and he's in Xavier's mind. Right? Mm-hmm. Like he's in two minds. Like who's to say that the reason why um, Xavier didn't like 
like the backstory for Logan mm-hmm. wasn't Apocalypse like winning over the subconscious at that moment. That's possible, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and then like, and in the Game Boy movie, seeing Apocalypse manifest again with the help of Sinister. Nah, that'd be cool. And now we have now we have maybe more of a proper Apocalypse rather than. I mean, I'm fine with the one from Apocalypse. Oh yeah, no, I'm fi- I'm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 and I, I know a lot of people were pissed about. I don't know why. Uh, I don't yeah, know why. no. It, hey, side note, side note, side note. Are you pumped for Power Rangers? I'm getting there, dude. That that new I'm trailer came on yesterday. I was like, Did you see the red band for Alien Covenant? Yeah, that one's yeah. looking. I would I would say this with that. I'm a little like, confused. I'm kind of like, you know what it is? It's like, hey, you hear that? You hear that? There's no animals. Okay. I think it's time to leave. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll give like, you that. The guy's no, like, no. hey, it's wheat. Wheat's not supposed to be here. Um, Let's go. I think it's... Uh, <laughs> I, I get it. Something's fishy. Like, we're, we're, we're all excited to be settlers and doing this... Colon- like we're colonizing for the first time, but... We have to go. Yeah. Can we go? And Here's my... I'm, I'm very confused. <laughs> I really am. Because... Like, now I'm starting to see, like, oh, well, this one's got the first openly gay couple, and they're going into... How are two men going to help colonize and procreate a planet when neither one of them can get pregnant? You're talking like a Republican. (laughs) No, I don't care that they're going to space. Mazel tov. I just don't understand. On a colonization... You're you're talking... Because you know what you're talking now? You're talking about, like... um, just because it's we say it is mm-hmm. makes it so. That's the argument. What do you mean? So, all right, okay. Like you told me you're a girl because mm-hmm. you you feel like being a girl. Okay. And then you later tell me that you know what it's like to be like you feel like you are a girl. Mm-hmm. So now you have to get a transgender, whatever. You okay. Gotta get your dick shoved up into your Yahoozy, right? And get your hormones, and norm becomes. Uh, Norm, Normida, mm-hmm. Nor- Norma, <laughs> Norma, Norma. There you go. Yeah, Norm becomes. You drop Norma. an N. Yeah, yeah, I got a girl's name. Yeah, Norm becomes Norma, mm-hmm. and and all that happens is just because you say. Ah, so you're saying one of them could be transsexual? No, I'm I'm saying that uh, just because people say that would be useful to society, people think it's useful to society. When your exact point is the logic of why would two gay guys be there? Society cannot move forward. You can't. You can't procreate. Not that you can procreate off of uh, twenty people anyway. Yeah, I mean that like, goes without like, saying. Like, You're like, gonna have like, some major inbreeding going yeah, on like, at a certain like, point. Like you can't. But it's the same idea as like saying, "Hey, I mean, unless like, they're there to break up the gene well, pool and well, like it's, it's, mate with other people, it's like this." And 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 this is this is how this I'm is, just confused. Well, that's all. Yeah, like, but but the idea too, like like I don't know if that's true in the movie. I'm just like. Like talking here. I mean, for all we know, with where they're at in time, men can get pregnant, and it's all moot point. No, like for all that, we know, we'll never watch that movie again <laughs> if that happens. But no, no, work but, for Junior. But the, it did not work. For junior. <laughs> one, of the, one of Schwarzenegger's flops. Well, who wants to well, see a fat Schwarzenegger? Has, has has he had more flops than hits now? Would you argue that? I think that's. I'd have to pull up his filmography, I think he, but I think I'd say yeah. I think he's had more flops than hits. But no, no. So like, let me get back to that point though. So. Just because you say you are something doesn't make you that. Mm-hmm. So, how how do you know what it's like to be a female? Right? Right. How do you know? 
I don't. You've never been to Never Phoenix. said I did. Right. No, but that's, like, that's this point, though. And, like, and this is why you have to be aware of, like, it, it is propaganda in movies. Like, like movies are made to entertain. They're, they're, they're not for activism. Right. Sometimes. Right. Sometimes. But not every single movie that you sit down. And, and this is what I call being taken to school. Mm-hmm. So, like, Annalyn Kovernick might be in, a, in this position now to say, oh, we're going to, we're going to just like educate people on gay couples in an alien horror movie Mm -hmm. where everyone we know everyone dies right okay so like but that's that's the danger of that and and what it does it it lessens entertainment like it 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 lessens your position to make an entertaining movie because you're going in there with an agenda okay when Mm -hmm. you go in with agendas everything else crumbles around you right now we just saw this what what movie did we just see this in Hmm. What we, movie we just saw had this. agendas? What movie was going to educate us? Arrival. Ah, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> He's been talking about Arrival a lot. Arrival, no, uh, the Great Wall. Really, Great you Wall. think? It was a China. It was a China funded movie. China American funded movie. Okay. Through Legendary. Right. Okay. China bought a huge stake in Legendary. Right. China wanted to make China movies about China to educate people that China was cool. So. Yeah, you know, in a generation or so, the future business leaders and all these other people would just look to China to to grow their businesses and and do stuff because China has, you know, another misconception, but China has grossly, like, improved its 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 um its white like blue collar mm-hmm. like the blue collar in China was birthed out of American factories. Okay, because the factories do pay more; they they enable better right. way of life. Right. It's okay. So, um. They want to continue that. So they're trying to, like, create, like, yeah, you can argue it's propaganda. But it's also also called, the other word for that is called social engineering. Right. Okay? And social engineering comes into movies now, and they're like, we have to do this. We still have to make the movie American. Well, let's get Matt Damon. And then people call it whitewashing. They call it the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. They call it the wrong right. thing. Okay? Right. They call whitewashing in Doctor Strange when you and I sat down here, and we were like, all right, they 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 changed the... the they changed one Asian to white female. They changed one Eastern European guy to black. Yep. What do you call that? Yeah. Like, I, don't I say know. fair trades all <laughs> around. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> trades. Uh, yeah, and not, not to mention, we saw it with Perry Wright. We saw right. it with... Um, They're even doing it on Supergirl with Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. He's, like, we saw it with Human Torch. We saw it with Iris Pink West Pink. in The Flash Show. Yes. Like, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. It happens. Right, because people are people. I mean, that, so, Disney already came out and said when we... Like, because Aladdin... Because we, we discussed Aladdin before. Yeah. They said that's in development, and they are not... Gonna, they're pretty much. It's going to be the guy from Life of Pi. That's yeah. the only person I could think of taking on the Aladdin, which role. I think is is a huge mistake because there's who's going to op- you need someone to open that movie, and you right. can't you can't have a female side open that movie. So well, is maybe, it, uh, maybe is the it, genie is will it, be the main maybe or driver. is it Jafar focused? What you could say. No, nah, yeah, I mean with Maleficent and everything else they've been doing, it very right. well could be. From, but come on. It's fucking Aladdin. Just follow Raja or Abu. Follow Abu. Do yeah. me a favor, Disney, and so, give me an hour and a half movie about the monkey. Where are you with B, B and the Beast? Still, still excited? Eh, yeah, fading off little by little. Yeah, I'm it's getting, it's getting uh, good. It's getting good reviews. See, now. I've been seeing mixed now, reviews. Now, for so it. so you want to see some social engineering? Okay, okay. and now I, I haven't seen it. It's hard for me to talk anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beauty and the Beast has already be, been banned. Right. In Kentucky. For LeFleur. 
in Kentucky and Russia. Right. Because of gay characters. Yes. So this is what I'm talking about. You go into something mm-hmm. when you take people to school. Right. And you lose market. I believe it. Okay. I was just confused as to how when the idea is to colonize a planet. Yes. You you bring these two guys that right. can't it ta- procreate. It, it takes you out of it. Like it, it just to me, it, like unless they're like the tech mechanic, like we're not re- we're here to keep you guys alive. You're here to breed. Like yeah, they could explain it away, but out of the get go of hearing that, it's just like well, it's it's just no two dicks can't make a baby. So what's the point of taking no, up space on the ship? <laughs> no, I I one hundred percent agree with. But see, I think a lot of times when movies, um, a lot of times when they don't feel right, mm-hmm. when when they feel off, or right. when there's something that's like a disconnect. Believe it or not, like if you go back into that movie, and I'm just talking platitudes here, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, a lot of times like that's that's the reason. Yeah, it's because like that uh, um, things are so bad right now, and you know Hollywood is in such a bubble. They've mm-hmm. been this is the biggest bubble that they've ever been in. They feel like they have to educate the common person. Right, desensitize more than educate. I feel like. Well, no, I think I think it's education. I think that the only the only reason Twelve Years a Slave wins, mm-hmm. the only reason why Les Daniels the Butler even gets nominated, the reason why there's outrage that Selma doesn't win Best Picture, the reason why Moonlight wins, right, is education. We want to show people that um, you know African Americans can do this when well, yeah. when when at the same time it's no longer a contest about like what people feel is the best well my brain just goes to like all right if you want to educate i think of like philadelphia or dallas buyers club mm-hmm. not How alien about, let's talk you know what i mean no pacific rim that's education there what's 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 the education in pacific rim not all asians can fight <laughs> norm's triple racist statement there. no no is is um when you take away the military mm-hmm. you're going to die you're going to die. The invaders will break the wall and kill all of you. Yeah, all right, I guess. I guess. It's a demilitarization. Once, yeah. So like, like <laughs> so so in in Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. they they take away the Jaegers, the right. military. They they put they all their decommission money, them. They're building the wall they build to keep the wall, everything out. And then five minutes later, the wall is torn down, and we need Jaegers. We need the military to protect us. Can we just talk about how? See? They're in the old robots that gave Idris Elba cancer anyway. No, no, that was Generation One. Uh, that but was, isn't the one that, that was Mark One? Uh, Gypsy Danger is Mark Three. <sighs> yeah, he sounds how I feel right now. <laughs> no, no, your Pacific Rim, Norm. I don't want to. <laughs> that movie's so freaking good. I, I just think that movie would be so up your. Your alley. I can't stand it. I've tried to watch it so many times. Well, you, well, I, you think you don't like it? You, it's is slow. It, it's boring. I don't like Charlie Human in anything. Yeah, which sucks for me that yeah, he's my new okay. King Arthur. Now that sucks because I'm gonna really have a hard time. Care, I love King I don't Arthur. Care that's anything. that's my shit. How man. many times have you seen John Borman's Excalibur? So many. Okay. So many times. Okay, then Patrick Stewart, Liam Neeson. Yeah, they, you're, you're, oh, you're on my list for that. For me, like that's it. Like I don't care. I'll just watch that. I will too. I'll, but when I'll, I hear I'll, new ones coming out, I still get excited. Nah, this one's so stupid. It's they, gonna be more they, Clive Owen they, than they that drain, one. And... They drain. They uh, drain an ocean to find Excalibur. Uh, I'm just, like, I'm done with it. I, I was done with it as soon as I, was, I saw a helicopter shot of a castle. I can see that. I'm just like I'm done. <laughs> Even though I love uh, who's who's the guy in that? Who's the um the king? 
Mm. Uh, Honestly, I don't he, know he was Charlie he Newman. was he was up for Superman. Um, no, he was, was going to be McG was going to make a Superman movie with him. Um, Nicholas Cage. No, hold on, it's the guy from uh, I Heart Hucklebees. Uh, no, Jude Law. Oh, okay. Jude Law is the king of that, and I. I'm a huge I was thinking Schwartzman. I was like, yeah, he's going to make us. Oh my God. He's the worst Superman ever. Uh, but no, um, I'm, I'm fine with watching Excalibur. Oh, I could I watch really, that any day of the week. I don't think they're ever going to um, meet that. You're not going no. to meet. It's it's It would be the same. And even though like this is all, all the same ever, it would be the same if they like remade the Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. If they, like, I oh, dude, like, even if they came out with a new Flash Gordon movie. Okay. Like, I'm just like, no. I'll just watch Same Neil. I feel I'm, it. I'm like those guys in Ted. I'm like, Same <laughs> Neil taught me right from, right from Ross. <laughs> I met that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, like, um, but no, it's, but that's why I think it's, 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 I think it's important to decide what you, what you believe is like. Not not perfection. No, but definitely. Kind of like a I mean, I'll put it to you this way: of something, any any King Arthur movie slash Merlin that I watch, it is always held to Excalibur standard. How does it measure up to that? It's just and the closest that I could come to finding one that measures up is the Sam Neill Merlin. Yeah, the, the Hallmark NBC yeah, like I know. two night four hour. Yeah. That, like that one's the closest that you like that, yeah. and that one just builds the like it ignores Arthur heavily, right. and it it's, builds the mythos of Merlin, which is it's called Merlin. Yeah, well, <laughs> Arthur's in it, all right. He plays yeah. like a two-hour role, some out of the six-hour background Al somewhere. But I mean, like Uther in that's great. I think Uther's played by a uh, uh, Rooker Hauer in that. Ah, in all honesty, like the Ooh. cast is pretty stocked. Uther Pendragon. That's his. Uh, that, yes. That's his full name. Yes. I'm finally my phone's charged. I'm finally doing a uh, Instagram story update. Oh crap! My hair's not did. Yeah. Did, you know, <laughs> well, hey, what, what what are you gonna do? My weave's loose. What, what are you gonna do once we start uh, live casting with video? I'm gonna shower before you, I come. Shower before I come. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to ditch the sweatpants and mustard-stained undershirt for... <laughs> Bonus. Yeah. You know, I'll have to get TV ready, but right now I get to be roll out of bed ready. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, but... So, uh... You, did you hear about any of the post-credit sequence for Kong? What Kong sets up? I tried to read the one, because I, if I didn't have to wait through the credits, I wouldn't. Yeah. And literally the entire article was a summary of that lit and i was like i'm not reading all this yeah, crap so i'll wait the two minutes to sit through the yeah so so it's so, so apparently it, it does set up godzilla right and the other creatures right Mothra, i saw rodane rodan rodane pretty much i saw godzilla and i was like yeah i can wait yeah. until thursday if, if you subscribe to stars uh stars right now has all the significant godzilla movies right okay now. and you can subscribe to stars through amazon prime for like eight dollars a month Eight okay. or nine dollars a month, and uh, I recommend that. Um, I recommend getting into the Toho Godzilla, just because it's just. Um, I think it's it's something that is like core geek, like real geek. Yeah, that's fading. 
kind mm-hmm. of like the love for kung fu movies definitely like i think your boss might be like the place bastion in south jersey <laughs> that is that is heavy into kung fu movies and i'm not saying they're not making kung fu movies I'm right i'm saying they're not making martial art movies but they're just not the way they were there's a style that is gone mm-hmm. okay I, i'd say the 90s was the, the last time there was a true yeah. aside from like the raid yeah well yeah like no like the raid kung fu movie yeah but you watch it not, i mean in not, the 90s the closest thing you had to kung fu was van damme and seagull like yeah. those were your well, those were fighting movies so right. like there's there's but they had a form to them more than like, like roadhouse the, which was a brawler no, movie. you're talking martial art movies see kung fu movie is like the flying guillotine right okay. the, the bruce like, lee fist like, of fury like the like, um the, the the five deadly venoms right okay um like the these are your I might got that one wrong the deadly venoms the five deadly venoms yeah it's five deadly venoms because each yeah. one's a, a form of fighting based off like a scorpion and they all have the masks yeah, and the, the master dies different. and the guy has to go around yeah so like that's a little bit of a, and and those some of those ones have carried over but it it really is like a dead style it's right. a dead art form I mean Kill Bill's the closest yeah. I guess you could say we've had yeah maybe like I I would even like to go with 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 your wait your train of thought i would say like the the martial arts movies the, of the, the 90s like the least greatest kung fu movie that you can just kind of argue would be like john wick okay because the choreography in that is is essentially a it's a, a true gunfight where like he's making contact with the gun like, i'd almost argue like, old boy yeah. The original yeah, over old boy too, like yeah. that hammer scene when he's running through like that's solid yeah that's just solid yeah but i would say like the raid and john wick are definitely kung fu movies just wrapped up right. in something else where they're a gangster they're, and a cop they're they're designed around like huge fight set pieces right and continuous shots of yeah it's just like big action mm-hmm. um but yeah so what else are you looking forward to looking forward <sighs> to uh kong Kong, I'm I'm pretty excited for. Yeah, it's more or less just like oh, it's Thursday night. I have Comic Con tomorrow. Yeah, where, let me catch a flick. Where are you with um the Peter Jackson King Kong? I <laughs> I went and saw Peter Jackson King Kong in theaters five times. Whoa! I've I never know. seen the movie. You never made it through the movie. No. Wow. We always, because I, I was dating a girl oh, at the time. Oh, yeah, you, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And she wasn't allowed to be dating, so that was our three hours of make-out time. <laughs> so, so you, you never... I've seen bits and pieces. You never sought to have a resurgence and to sit down. And, Every time I watch that movie, it just takes me back to the theater, and I'd rather not go back there. Okay. Jeez, I bad, was a young man. <laughs> bad things happen in that theater. What was that like? That that had to be like my freshman year of high school when that came out. So maybe yeah, I I think the that is going to be your greatest King Kong movie ever. Peter Jackson, really? Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to be uh, topped. Okay. It's, it's such a. It's, I like the one with Jessica Lange, and uh, the, um, like the Jeff, Jeff, Bridges. Jeff Bridges. It's not quite like full blown CG. It's still kind of clay made. Yeah. Like there's a healthy mix in that one. Well, yeah, CG wasn't prevalent then. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it was it was all practical, right? And stop and go mm-hmm. optics. Um, but real quick, where are you with your score? Uh, when we're done this, if you want to read the screenplay, it's up. Yeah, I didn't I get to go. print it, but oh, it's, it, it's I, posted. I read so you it can, online. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Can you export that as a PDF? It, I saved it as a PDF. So oh, okay. Yeah. I could probably download sure, it just and email print it out. All right, I could do that too. Just do that. Um, how, how do you think it turned out? I'm pretty happy with it. Towards yeah. the end, I got a little, not not as much rushed, but just like I wrote the first 10, 15 pages in one sitting. Yeah. And then I walked away. So coming back, it was kind of like that getting the getting the wheels moving again yeah. kind of thing. And, I mean, there's already stuff that like as I was finishing it up, I was like, shit, I should go back and add this to that. Yeah. I should I should foreshadow this a little bit, like maybe have him put a ring in his pocket instead of it just popping out late. So like there's stuff I'm already actively working on yeah. for the next rewrite. But as far as the first draft goes, I'm really happy with it. Like I'm proud of it. Nice. And I'm how you excited how'd to you show do people. how'd you do with the uh, one assignment that I I helped. Pretty good. I got an 84. You got an 84? I got an 84. Nice. How much of that did you rewrite? Not much. What was... It was pretty solid. I just changed some of the dialogue. Yeah. I added little tidbits here and there. What was... His biggest problem was like you wrote the first six minutes of a movie as opposed to a six minute no. movie. No. Who says that was the first six minutes? <laughs> That's... I'm just letting you Who know. Who the hell says... I argued with him over it. I was like, no, it ends with them dashing off to the to yeah, the danger. He could, was like... That could be the end. No, that's... That could be in the middle. Because his Because he's th- coming in on fire. <laughs> the guy's shooting down on fire, meaning he's coming from something else. Well, I rewrote that. Oh, you took that out. See... Yeah. See, I didn't... That wasn't clear to me on the first reread. He wasn't on fire. I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, because I said, like, it was, um... Uh, it was oh, like, the smoke coming yeah, up. Yeah, right, like, right. like well, the, I started like him, with like, him like down. waking up and doing the gym routine and the whole yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, the gym routine. Yeah. Oh jeez. No <laughs> wonder why you got eighty four. Uh. <laughs> A gym routine. Yeah. That scene. Did you, did you leave leave the lines in? It? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I beefed wait, up the lines. Did 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 we read that? on an episode we recorded it we didn't put it on it it was a separate you know, track you know what we should do i i, I should i want to do like an up i, I want to do maybe we should do this you want you want to try how many characters are in your your assignment now uh quite a bit actually i have really that yeah. many in 30 minutes yeah 20 minutes 19 Nin- with the cover page wait 19 minutes and how many characters we uh, just guesstimate just guesstimate maybe six or seven what yeah well, you have people dying. Yeah. So you need people. To yeah, die. like Charlie's okay. the mascot. Uh, He's in like We could do two six frames. or seven. I, I, we should. There's three players, four players what, that are active. What? Tell, just tell me, tell me what what you think. Should we have some some fun with this format, with this show that we're like so dedicated on producing? Should we do a a drama? Should we dramatize that between two people? We could try. I could. I could work on a couple voices to change it up a bit, and just kind of sit down and read through it, and maybe add sound effects and make it like a radio. Oh yeah, we could definitely like a do Dream that. Warrior special edition, maybe episode twenty. Oh, so and let me tell you my thoughts on Dream Warriors twenty five. Since we're kind of, I mean, we might be at twenty five next week. Okay. Okay. Uh, next weekend it's going to be tough because we're doing St. Paddy's Day. I have Monster Mania next weekend. Oh crap! I, you told me St. Paddy's Day was the seventeenth. Yeah. So I assumed that's when we were we were doing everything that weekend. Wait, wait what's next weekend? Next weekend's the tenth. Oh, okay. So we still have this. Let me figure out what's happening in the city for St. Paddy's Day. Okay. Okay. Keep oh, it's so so we're here. Either way, next weekend I'm gonna be drunk from Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. So so, so it's gonna be rough for Norm. So here's the thing. Um, 
episode 25, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking of having everyone here. Uh, Heather, Mark, me, you. And we kind of have like a full Dream Warriors family podcast. Sounds good. Okay. And I will have to like uh, get more mics. I might be away with the cranes. Okay. We might just have mic microphone stands. That works. Okay. I kind of like that better and, anyway. And there's, there's a couple reasons for that. I might want to just do a run to see if, if the sound is. Well, the, like, you know. You know no, like, I, I mean, you, there's you know, a lot that goes with it. Like, you bump the table, this fidgets, it makes yeah. a lot of. Whereas something that's just standard baseline, unless you knock it over like it's yeah, smack I, 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 I think it all can make sound. But yeah. I'm thinking. I mean, my chair's I, making sound now because of my belt yeah. and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, stop, uh, stop moving. Get better freaking chairs, man. No, these are right acrylic chairs. Yeah, they acrylic are, is not so comfortable. They're so. Yeah, it's tougher, right? It's like sitting in a concrete so, alleyway. They're so tough to, to replace. These chairs are beautiful. I'm sorry. That's, that's, yeah, they're yeah. gorgeous, they're uncomfortable works of goddamn Beautiful art. chairs. Okay. Getting stabbed in the back. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking that we had four mic stands, it would be better for us to interact, like, sitting in four seats. Right. Because we don't have the... The only other the thing we could do is swing these us. both into the middle, and hopefully everyone's projecting yeah. correctly. Well, I think, I think we would be fine, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to work towards, if, if I have to hold off, just to figure out some of the logistics. Mm. But if I have to hold off on episode 25 for a little bit, uh, I'm, and by a little bit, I mean maybe four days max. Right. Okay. Because we did another, I think, five episodes mm-hmm. in one month. Right. Wh- where I traveled. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and the planning going into that and exiting that kind of did line up. And I had a spell of, being under the weather too right for uh for that one week where for on you i completely disappeared because I, I had it was like a freaking whirlwind like you were calling me and texting me i, I, I had too many too many things not to respond to it was right. just lost. but anyway um yeah i was thinking dream warriors 25 and and i'm kind of for like i would i i still want currents here i definitely want currents here so if i'm if i'm gearing up a mic, another microphone for him, or for like twenty five. Mm. We now we have an extra mic for him. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, when when Sean did his episode with Heather, I don't know if you listened to that. He he came in fine. I got to it yet? Yeah, like he 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 came in fine. Um, but I just think he has more of a radio voice. Like sure. he's used to talking on the radio. His his voice has more has more like bass. He's almost like a baritone. Okay. If it, um. No, I have no idea, but okay. Yeah, yeah baritone. Is, it's the it's the. I know alto. Yeah, I know capetto. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so he, like, he came in fine. Do I think everyone could? No. Mm. Like okay, uh, because I treat what what he does and what my sister does very differently because they are professionals. Right. So like, there's just stuff that they do subconsciously that you and I are just trying to build up to. More or less, I try not to say um. Um. That's- I try. <laughs> I'm sure a couple no, slip by me, but I think I think the the more you you listen to, uh, I think it's it's fine. well for me. It's my school videos. It's when I listen to these professors that are yeah, supposed to be saying, trying to were, like speak to me and teach me, yeah. and their recordings and are even, so shoddily I, and shittily done that it's yeah. like I'll, I'll tell you the I record better than you. And it's yeah. not even my job. Exactly. But, and I know I don't say um or but that, uh but that, or that should be your paperwork act. turn. Like that that is what the, the I pa- measure. Oh against. yeah, the paperwork is yeah. the worst. Yeah. The, 
Yeah. No, it's uh, we're right here, but, but that's but, on, but that's the way you should be with everything. That, that, yeah, that's, that is. It, it just just because it's you're not getting paid to do something doesn't right. mean you should you should not try and do it to the highest caliber. Well, the difference is is when like, I'm you know, when I'm doing timestamps for this, I'm yeah. more listening for the topic changes. Whereas yeah. when I'm sitting for the school stuff, I'm paying attention to what yeah. they're actually. So well, like, I, I got it's you. all about where the focus is between yeah. the two. But so no, it's yeah. So we'll we'll build towards a twenty-five. Is is there anything you wanted to add before we uh, jump ship? No, I think we're pretty good. Yeah, hit all good? the hit all the notes. Yeah, I mean, a, I think unless uh, we start a whole new episode and topic, we're uh, <laughs> well, we uh, no, we we can. Well, what any any ideas on what you want to talk about? Like next topics, next episode. Are we ever going to get to that stack I brought you? We are, we, <laughs> but now we're, we're hitting summer. Yeah, we're hitting uh, this stack is going is being teased for quite 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 the quite the while. Yeah, I I am kind of down to to two. Good, I'm, let's get them done. Oh wait, and demons. Okay. Demons. Right. I'm pretty sure. Demons. Yeah, I'm starting to itch for a rewatch on that one. So okay. Chop, chop. <laughs> yeah. So no, no, I will. Yeah. So are we going to? Did you want to try and talk about Kong too? I mean, we we could. It, it, like, we when does Kong come out? Is that next week? Yeah, it's third. I'm gonna see it Thursday. So this Thursday. Yeah. It this comes Thursday. out the tenth. They're gonna do those Thursday night nine yeah. and midnight shows. The um, rest of the weekend, I'm shut. Yeah. It's literally just I have nothing else to do Thursday night. This movie looks pretty good. I got nothing else to do Thursday. Well, Friday's just waking up and getting ready yeah. for the show. It's grabbing my beer, loading up the cooler, tapping Mac. Yeah. Getting so, to the hotel to have a parking spot. And yeah. And then... Stalking out the Stranger Things kids. Monstermania is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yes. But, I will definitely be there Friday and Saturday, Sundays, tentative. How many shows... A year is that? Is that two shows a year? They do three. They do two three. in Cherry Hill. It's always March, August, and then September's in Maryland. Jeez. And then your highlight for this year is Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I got a um my band box came with a Jason mask uh, uh, the last month, which is already signed by Larry Lehman. Such a crappy yeah, mask. I wasn't happy with the blood. I was disappointed. Just I would have rather have one of the send, black or gold ones. Send it the f back. Well, I'm gonna get them all signed up by everybody, and then I'm just put it on eBay. Why not? Uh, so. Why not just buy like a real hockey mask and get everyone to sign up? Because <laughs> that's not Jason, man. <laughs> I'll run around with Mad Dogs from friggin' Arrow yeah, but, at that but, point. But, but, <laughs> but you can get like a decent Jason replica mask, right? Like, how well, much? this one's already started. Uh, uh, they're probably cheap as shit. It's a plastic mask. Yeah, I mean... I mean, unless you're going to, like, the people that make Freddy's gloves actually make Freddy's gloves, which they do exist. I have their business card, but... Yeah, so, look, right here on Amazon, I'm looking up Jason Voorhees' mask. Look, here's one signed by four for $200. Yeah, mine will be signed by five. <laughs> dude, you can you can buy one for $9 mm-hmm. with the... I already have with, one, though. With the the money's already been spent on yeah. it. <laughs> That's... That, that, now I'm spending more money. The, uh, I wouldn't even get the Jasons if I didn't have this mask. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, I'd load up a Thing poster, that, that, which was my intention until I found out the one son of a bitch from the Thing that I wanted to meet is dead. Uh, the the redhead guy from Dune. Okay. Uh, he, he's, his head pops off yes, and crawls yes. away. Like that main monster scene. I kept trying to find him in the lineup, and then I was like, oh, here he, oh, he died in 94. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's kind screw of... Screw me, right? Yeah, screw me. Why the hell do I want to meet Wilford Brimley now? <laughs> like, what's oh, that geez. guy ever done for me? 
But no, uh, diabetes commercials. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, I just feel like, um, like I don't know. I'm, I'm debating. So, Mastermania is next weekend. Yes. How much is it to, to get in? Uh, let me consult the old twenty. What? Dory. Forty bucks? Twenty bucks? Thirty? I feel like thirty. Okay. Thirty at the door. Oh, sorry, that's it's just roundabout. And then what? What time do you recommend people get there? Uh, it depends on the day. Friday, I get there around three because I get a pre-show pass, so yeah. I get in at four. It opens at five. Okay. If you get there between four and five, you're parking like a mile down the road. Yeah. And that's like I leave my car there, and yeah. I have Kearns take so me is, home. Is there good um good dealers there? Yeah, usually. Yeah. I mean, I have my regulars. My buddy Joel will be there. I'm super excited. They grab some drinks with him. Cool. It's been since August. Yeah. I don't get to see that guy often. Why does is he a private or does he does he own a shop? No, he does a lot of the Scream Factory DVD covers now. Oh, okay. And he does a oh, lot of the con art. Like an artist? Yes. He's an artist. His he name's um, Joel. Yeah, Joel Robinson. He did okay. the um the poster for the one we're going to at the end of the month with all the heads in the jars. Okay. And John Waters. Like that's all him. Cool. Serpent in the Rainbow Blu ray cover he did. He he does tons of stuff. I Very, love his okay. work. Um yeah, it's it's not a big deal. I was just just kind. Well, each day it varies. That's why I want to for anyone that's listening. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, you guys are d bags. Weekend pass is sixty at the door. Um, sixty. A weekend pass. That's for all three days. Oh, for all three. Okay. So Friday pass is thirty at the door. Saturday's thirty at the door. Sunday's twenty. So okay, not not too. Sunday's terrible. a shorter day. It ends. It goes from like eleven to five on Sunday. Yeah. So it's not really okay. So uh, Stranger Kids yeah. things are so there Saturday. How much and Sunday. do you think? Uh, now maybe hopefully Rachel's not listening. Just to see <laughs> how how much do you think you'll you'll spend in total? Like how much? Uh, I give myself an allowance of like usually I try and stay at or under four hundred. Wow. That's for autographs, merchandise, and food. Yeah. For the entire weekend. Yeah. So how many how many times you, do you think you're going to eat while you're there? Once? No. I, usually because we're drinking all day. Yeah. Like from wake up to sundown. Is like, Kearns doing this with you? Yeah. What's he like? What's he, he gets fries. He eats the fries. Yeah. I get the chicken was, fingers and was, fries. Was he like? Um, was he like? Bye. Was he trying to? Look, he he gets a lot of art. His, he his gets list. posters for the walls. Uh, I mean, sometimes he gets DVDs, he's but got, he's more picky he's, about his he's DVDs. He's living at home with his parents. He, yes. he should be way out of wall space by now. <laughs> well, he rotates. <laughs> he's he ro- all that would be gone every three months, and new ones would be up. That's, okay. that's, that's, that's a, the way that that's functions. A hobby. <laughs> Good for currents. Okay. I do the same shit, so. Yeah. I'm tired of looking at this. It's time to put some new blood on yeah, the Yeah, I'm just kind of like, once it's up, I'm, I'm done with it. Well, like, my, my I, ceilings aren't 12 feet tall like yours, so no, these it, it are, doesn't take. These are 22 down to 18. 18's towards the window. 22 is up towards us. Well, it don't take me a folding ladder to get to the top of my yeah. shit to change it out. Gotta so. get a 20-foot ladder if you're going to hang, hang shiz up in here. Yeah, yeah. But no, no. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's get going. Uh, we will we'll try and decide on a little bit of a roundabout topic for next time. Maybe we'll do the uh, horror episode. Maybe we'll we'll do, maybe we'll we'll try that. We'll try and do the horror movies and then do Monster Mania. Since, good. Yeah, that and that would be our second. Maybe I would. Maybe we should do a Monster Mania centric episode. Like I don't care if it gets a lot of views, or listens, and downloads. Mm-hmm. But we did one 
before. Right. That. Our first episode, we talked about Monster Mania and uh, yeah, Disney. I, yeah. That's... No, I think our second. I think our second. It was one. It was first it was five. Early. It was, it was before. It might have been our five. second. But either way, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like we can so, always come so back maybe, to it. That's... So maybe while you're there throughout your days, maybe it would be maybe take some notes or write down things. I'll so, do you one better. I just when I come here, I leave all my merch in the car. Okay. <laughs> and we can well, go through like, yeah, everything, or, or, the autographs. Well, the, not, not just the merchandise, but kind of like what the show's like and what's happening. Oh, and, yeah. And I mean, things that, like kind of like a, a main on the scene type, type thing. But all right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll sign off and we'll, we'll say goodbye. So long. Goodbye. Farewell. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Peter, goodbye.